Hello everyone and welcome to this very special episode of the Patches and Podcast. This is episode 41 and this is where we talk about gen... Uh, I should have probably figured out what gen number it is, but we're going to talk about PS4, Xbox One and unfortunately the Wii U. Uh, we're going to talk about our stories. Yeah, well, no one wants to talk about the Wii U. We're going to talk about our stories of how we bought the consoles, stories around the launch games, what we liked, what we disliked, just generally nostalgic trip over the last seven years before we embark on this new journey. This unrelenting fucking hype that we're all feeling for the Xbox Series X and the PS5. In our souls. Yeah, I've got to make room for these consoles. They're fucking shaped weird. Are you going to say who we is here? Well, everyone knows now. It's a uh, Hamboy and Dan Man. And you boy. Hi, everyone. And Dom is here. Hi, guys. <laughs> Made you sound like all the Longest, weirdest introduction ever. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm trying a new thing. Mm. Uh, so we are all owners of both of these fine pieces of machinery. Uh, these were released in 2013, November 10th for the Xbox One and November 19th the uh, the PS4. Did any of you buy these consoles on launch day? I, uh, I think I got the Xbox One on launch, but I never got the, not the PS4. Um, yeah, I definitely got it at launch day. Uh, the Xbox One with the Kinect. So, so you, you both went for Xbox One launch day? Yep. I... I didn't actually buy any of these on launch day because I was, I, I was like lying to myself and going, no, I'm fine with the Xbox 360. <laughs> so what made you this. what made you buy the Xbox One over the PS4? Uh, you want to go first, Amish? Well, I've just always preferred the Xbox. I think anyone that listens to this podcast probably know that. Like, I love anything against the PlayStation, but if there's a game that's on both Xbox and PlayStation, I would always prefer to buy it on the Xbox. I was get more friends online, you know. I, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Apart from being in a party with Shane playing uh, Black Ops 4, I can't think of any time I've ever been in a party on PlayStation, like with anyone of you guys or anything like that, and played a game. I, I probably have at some point, but it's just not a common thing. It's usually Xbox that we, we play on, so mm. that's why I went for the Xbox over the PlayStation. Yeah. What about you, Dom? What was your thinking behind the Xbox One? Um, big the, fan the of VCR. the VCR. <laughs> big fan of the 360. Um, had my Xbox Live account for like since uh, the original Xbox, Ooh, and it was an just and just continuing the trend because I never owned a PS3, so I always preferred playing the Xbox over <laughs> any sort of Sony devices. So it was just a case of, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go for that. I managed to get it. Uh, a bit cheaper on Amazon. I think they had like a Black Friday deal, like upcoming towards the launch of it, where you got like an extra controller and game for taking it out. So that was the real reason. I think being, uh, it was me and Kev split it. We're just like, fuck it, we'll get the new console. And uh, yeah, oh, kind of wish I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to why I, I bought the Xbox One first because I wanted to play Halo, the Master Chief Collection, which, by the way, is a fucking podcast in itself. <laughs> how, how much that was a mistake. But um, I bought it with Assassin's Creed Unity, and um, massive mistake that as well, because that game still doesn't run right to this day. Uh, 
the overriding memory of buying the Xbox One for me is bringing it home and not being able to play it for about six hours. Mm. Like, do you did you get that? You had to come in, you had to update it, you yeah. had to log in, sync all your data, then you had to put the disc. Obviously, it was still we were still all disc based at that time, probably. Yep. And the disc took forever to install, and then there was the update to the game, the day one update, and like, I think I was like defeated by the end of it. I didn't even play that game that day. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can remember yeah. uh, Alien Isolation. Like that was the first game that I'd uh, installed, and it took fucking forever. And at the time, in my place, I had like the fastest internet I could possibly get, uh, and I had no other issues with like you know playing online um, with my 360 or on PC. So to have it go from this is the new gen, this is the new stuff, to basically like at a snail pace download, it was like oh fuck, what have I done? Yeah, I think I played my 360 waiting on the Xbox One to play update. <laughs> well, that, that wasn't just a, a, a problem I had with the Xbox One. That was this gen in general. Mm-hmm. Like, And I think they figured it out with next gen, these loading times and the install times and stuff. But I remember picking the Xbox One for Halo, but I also remember picking up a PS4 because I really did not like the Xbox One. Like, and, like the design of it, the UI was slow. And just, I was like, maybe maybe I should change up. I've got the PS4, because that was also the more technically superior console at the time. Mm. It would run games at 1080, full HD. Yeah. And the Xbox One was pretty much capped out at 900, uh, 900p. Yeah. So, like, the same game would come out, you'd get that extra little boost on the, the PS4. Obviously, that kind of changed as the, the other models came out, because yeah. the Xbox One X is obviously well superior to the playstation 4 pro but from a technical point of view that's why i switched to ps4 yeah uh did you when did you get a ps4 did you get it early on like i did or did you just wait hey uh, i never i never got it dead early i got it when i'm trying to remember i think it was either spider-man or god of war came out which one was out first spider-man i think it was uh, i think it was, oh no wait god of war was what 2016 and Spider-Man was 2018, so... I must have been God of War. Yeah, God of War. Uh, I think I got it around about that time, because was I remember that being one of the first games that I played. Uh, so I got it for that, and the, the VR, basically, after playing VR at yours here. Um, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't too long after it was... What was Xbox One? 2014 or something like that? 2013. The uh, end of 2013, they both came out. So mm. we're probably Christ, Christmas time, 2013, November. Um... That's two good reasons. We'll go into them later, but that's two really good reasons to buy a PlayStation 4. Um, my PlayStation 4 uh, purchase was November time, 2015, probably. It was the special edition Star Wars one we got with Vader yeah. on the front. Nice. Um, and it had like a controller that had like blue and red on your uh, Ellen uh, R2 triggers, which was pretty cool. Is that the Battlefront 2 or Battlefront 1? Battlefront 1, it was. That right, was uh, okay. Dice's first take on it. Where it was like the snow looked really good, and then the you know after you played the maps, you know two or three times, you kind of got bored of the game. Yeah, because it was only two or three maps. Yeah, but the game had a VR demo of a uh, Rogue Squadron that you could play, like a mission through like an in an X wing, which was awesome. Um, but that was like after we kind of got that console, that's when I realised that at that time how bad the interface was on the original Xbox. Like, see when the you know when you had like your three sixty, had the cool the sliders, and then they moved it to the avatars, and everything sort of seemed to slow down. You'd yeah. think 
that they managed to like you know even like you know right now i still find it quite slow like with the new update they've done recently to like the store and everything on like the xbox one it works a lot better but you're like yeah it works a lot better now how could you not think you know this would not work like that back then but then when they first launched their consoles they were wanting this to be this is what we wanted we wanted to do tv we wanted to do this with your camera we want to use it for your skype calls what and you're like oh, it just didn't work no i get you on the slowness i know um the ps4 is slow but everything was well it kind of well for me because i was a big PSP fan. <laughs> I played a bit of PS3. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew that layout pretty well. But with the Xbox One, you were coming for something that I thought was pretty perfect on the Xbox 360, and it just it just felt like a downgrade. Like, and I think it was that preview window. Do you remember that where like the game would still be playing, but the menu would appear around it? Yeah. Do you remember that, Hamish? I don't really, to be honest. Like, but, like, I, mean, I, don't, so... I don't remember much, mate. You know how much I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> the... Speaking of, actually, I'm going to spark a week down just while we, before we get into this. Continue, Hugh. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, so the preview window would still play the game and the, the home menu would come around it. So, like, I think that took up a lot of memory. Um, and they designed these consoles cheaply. Yeah. Both companies did because of the... They wanted to keep the price down. It was only a couple of years after the financial crash that they started designing this these consoles, so they weren't sure how much they needed to be. But um, do you, do you remember the big controversies before they were even released? Do you remember uh, Xbox's silly decisions? Oh yeah, television, the, television. Oh no, not just television. The DRM you can't lend games and stuff like that. Um, you yeah, I do remember need, that. Yeah. Your console needs to be always online, like. I remember that being such a huge like issue at the time. They had to backtrack on it like straight away. But I have a feeling if they announced like those things piecemeal these days, like announced one of those things again, I think people would just ignore it and let it come in. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of all at the one time. There is a lot of games these days that you do need to be always online for anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's maybe not on a, the entire console, but there are certainly games that. Not even just ones that are online only or anything like that, but like just regular games. That yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. If you get a wee interruption, then it'll come up saying, "No, you need to be online for this game." And it's like, "Well, why the fuck do I? I'm not doing it online, bitch." So yeah, it's, ridiculous. it's one of those things in 2013 that seems like ridiculous, but now you, you kind of just deal with it. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any launch titles for the Xbox or the PS4? I'm going to go through them, but I just want to see if any of them stuck in your heads. Uh, well, I got Rise with it. I think that was the first game yes. I played on my Xbox One, because uh, I got on with it. That was really good, man. I really enjoyed it, and I remember, you know, looking at it and thinking, "Wow, this is this is amazing graphics, Next gen, baby. real, real people." You know, that was pretty incredible. I, I'm glad that was my first game actually, because a lot of people had problems with it, but I wasn't it's... expecting anything spectacular, to be honest, from a launch title, and especially yeah. when I got with the game. But I was, I was really quite satisfied with it. I liked it. I really like Rise. I know. I mean, I treated it as like a short tech demo of what the PS, uh, the Xbox One could do, and it was exactly what I needed it to be. It was about six hours long. I had some really cool set pieces, and it was set. A lot of it was set in Scotland as well, mm-hmm. so uh, it was it was really fun. A really cool kind of Roman um, hack and slash. It was about a hack and slash, wasn't it? 
it was kind of yeah, kind of hack and slash, but it was also time. like timing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so he he would like flash a certain color, and you had to press the corresponding like Y or X or whatever it was. And but some of the animations for like executions and stuff like that were just dead cool. And I had a really awesome like even out with the campaign there was like an arena mode that had a lot of replayability mm. i think it was multiplayer stuff in that as well i never i don't think i ever played it multiplayer but that was fun just to see with these games that you get that where you enjoy the combat i always like that kind of endless mode or, or like an arena extra mode where you can just have fun playing it you know yeah 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 it was a really good game dom did you play rise at all no yeah, I touched it like later on, like a couple of years later. I didn't just, play just it immediately. It. Yeah, I just played it for a bit and went, nah, nah. But then it's because it's as for its time. Like if you played it, if I played that day one, like yourself, Hamish, I'd been like the exact same. I'd be like, mm. oh my god, this is next gen. But yeah, unfortunately, I only played it a little way after it. Yeah, yeah I, I was actually about playing it again on stream because it's pretty short. Because I actually wanted to do, um, go through the campaign again, refresh myself, and kind of. Well, this was this was the start of this gen. Let's compare this to next gen's yeah. like launch titles, mm-hmm. uh, which I still might do. Keep keep an eye on that twitch.tv forward slash patches and gaming for any. You know, you don't need to say forward slash. People don't say forward slash. You just say slash, and then you say backslash if it's a backslash. Did I say forward slash? I didn't mean to. I meant to just say slash. Thanks for uh, being pedantic, Hamish. <laughs> right. I'm in that kind of mood. You're going to get that a lot. <laughs> That's fine. Right, I'm going to run through some Xbox One launch games. We'll stop if there's anything that you find interesting. Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, that was a multi-gen. Stop, mate. That was amazing. Yeah, the, I, I've heard that one's actually the one to play if I wanted to get into it. It's that or Odyssey. And uh, what's the one in Egypt? Origins, well, Origins, they're... Yeah. They're obviously different, uh, different style. That's the new style, like Valhalla's going to be. But mm. Black Flag was the same as like you know one, two, three, Unity. That was the same engine that was running on. Um, did you Black play it on the Flag 360? Yes, I did. Yeah. Did you notice any big differences? Like, or can you remember? Obviously, there wasn't anything massive that just you know ran a bit jumped, better. Jumped out, uh, just a bit smoother and a bit quicker, really. Yeah. But um, as far as you know any vast improvements now there wasn't anything wildly different now hmm. yeah uh, i'm honestly thinking about playing uh origins because i've been i've been like doing a lot of ancient egypt documentary watching and stuff and i'm like i could mix these hobbies up get myself some achievements some gaming done in egypt but yeah we'll move on from there battlefield 4 none of you play battlefield i didn't play battlefield I played it a wee bit. Um, me, Jason, and Gareth used to go on and play that. It was quite fun, but it was just the, the multiplayer aspect of it. Just yeah. Too big, though. See, when you're, there's guys fucking miles away, and you spawn, you can only spawn way at, like, A. Like, miles and miles away, and you need to run all the way back, and then you just get shot. It's like, nah, fuck this. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts is the next one. That is the, probably the least successful Call of Duty game. Hmm. I've, I've never actually played that one. I think that's the one I, I missed out on. Yeah, I think nah, you would nah, play nah. it, but it's like... I, I honestly can't even remember. That's how memorable it was. I, like, I think I'm pretty the, sure I had it. I'm, I think at the time, Ghosts was one of the ones that's like kind of jumped the shark with uh, COD. At the time, a lot of people weren't playing it. It was like it just felt like it was the the Activision Guitar Hero scenario where they were just releasing a game for the sakes of it, rather than doing a decent, you know, taking their time with it. Just going fuck it, new skin, mm-hmm. fuck it, just release it. Yeah, it was also another one stuck and like this gen was really bad for. Um, holding on 
like to the 360 and the PS3 era. Yeah. So a lot of games that should have been like this gen exclusive were were designed and ported back the way, like because the the former consoles were super like um, they sold super well. They're over like a hundred million for both consoles. I think I think I think they were at eighty. I think the PS3 is at eighty. And the three sixties like ninety million or something like that. It's like pretty high anyway. They were large yeah. install bases, so they were trying to keep those people involved, even though it made yeah. the games the same. Like yeah. you didn't get that extra power. It's more because uh, like it's the same like what they're currently doing now is like with the newer ones for it. They're trying to implement it so it's easy for them to upscale rather than having that issue of like let's make a game and then downgrade it. Let's have a game that you can have and we can upgrade it. You know, yeah, that PC it. settings way where you can just yeah. like down downgrade it with like um like the performance modes and the, yeah. the frame rate modes it's, and the quality uh, image quality modes yeah, and stuff like it's that. It's a lot easier doing that than try to like optimize it to run on a worse console than it is to like upgrade it to a better console for it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right, next one's Crimson Dragon. Have you any of you ever played this Crimson game? Crimson Dragon, what? Yeah, um, that's like a on the rail shooter where you're like a big dragon and you just shoot things it's really bad but i never played it so obviously you played it anyway. <laughs> uh, it was awful i, uh, I don't know if i got that like was it I, 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 yeah, I didn't even like play it enough to get to bother getting achievements that's how bad it was you know i've played some pretty awful games just to try and get gamer score and i don't think i even put 20 minutes into that game i saw i saw you got all the achievements for brave the disney film like, yeah uh, i remember that actually it was um I think it was the Games of Gold, because uh, yeah. it was an old 360 game, and uh, I just stayed up one night with a bottle of rum, and I remember, like, got to, like, four o'clock in the morning, I was like, how many more achievements have I got? Ugh, not that many more, surely I'll be done soon. Five o'clock, ah, can you stop now? I think it was, like, half six in the morning that I was like, right, okay, uh, finally done, I can go to bed. <laughs> That's a night well spent, Hamish. That's a rum well spent. I mean, it, yeah, I just I knew I would never go back to it if I stopped. So I was like, right, just fucking, just get it done. Yeah, Dead Rising Three. Any use big Dead Rising fans? Nah, I played the new one a wee bit, but I see the timed aspect of it. Like, oh, you need to do this at a certain time. It's like I'll take my time, bitch. Like, just... <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I like to be able to see everything and take my time and explore it, and I don't like that whole rushed aspect. This was the one made by the Canadian Capcom studio. It wasn't the Japanese uh, studio. Yeah, Capcom Vancouver, oh, Vancouver mate. Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you I, lo- that city. <laughs> uh, I loved the um, first two. I really did. And then they split two off, like, they did K Zero, which was like a, a prequel to it that they charged you for. But it was only yeah. like, I think it was only like an hour or so you got to play. But you got to get the mechanics down. Then they had Off the Record, um, I think it was, uh, a, no, sorry, K Zero. Dead Rising 2, then they had one that was off the record where you played as Chuck and Frank together. Right. Uh, and then they had, oh, I think it was like uh, one where you just played as Frank in the Dead Rising 2 settings. Um, Alright, okay. Yeah, so, it was fun. It was like, it was a great way of uh, sort of trying to expand it, but the problem was, it was it was an old 360 mechanic and uh, uh, like they were trying to upgrade it to like a new new console yeah, they, one for it, and it, it, I just didn't think it worked well. I, I, I don't think it's well loved anyway. No. I don't think it's well loved. They tried to FIFA. change something, didn't they? Like they? I think it was mechanics or story, and it just ugh, it just didn't sit well. There wasn't the fun, you know, frankness to it. 
as well. Yeah, there so wasn't a ja there wasn't a Japanese charm no. to it, where like the the craziness. No. Right. My 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 game's next, boys. FIFA fourteen. I mean, it was point asking anybody. Why ask anybody about that? It's like, all right, it's a FIFA game. So I'll just Hugh, was I, this with you? Was this any different from Twelve? Yeah, it was. I'll tell you. The, I'll tell you the big difference, right? The crowd Ooh, numbers wasn't. The crowd wasn't a flat map. It was individual, like crowd members. That was that was the big thing. I remember jumping from uh, three sixty Xbox One was the crowd was individual crowd members and not a flat. Just a flat plane of faces. Uh, that's I, great. Ironically enough, right now that they're all back to flat faces in real life, so <laughs> I know it's weird. We'll skip ahead anyway because people, no one wants to talk about Fighter Within. Hamish, do you remember this? The Connect game. Uh, the Connect one, yeah. Do you remember that? that how, how annoying and bad was that game? Like, they always. I mean, I really enjoyed that Connect, right? But it, they just didn't quite have the technology to make it as good as they. They advertised it to be. You would it look wasn't at as good as like VR. Fighter within. No, no, certainly not. Um, but you would look at games and uh, you know the trailers and stuff like that, and they would show these flawless moves coming off, and you're like, "Wow, that is awesome!" But it just never worked that way, unfortunately. No, we were, we were massive MMA fans, and we were like actually training at the time, and like you'd try and throw a punch combination, and like it would be like, "No, no, 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 throw one punch." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and like you had to throw it really slow and stuff. It just wasn't nice. We'll get to the connect after this. We'll talk about how that was a thing they fucking dropped so fast. Uh, Forza Motorsport. Nah, none of us are Forza fans. Very impressive looking games, but I'm not a racing guy. Nah, I'm not really. Yeah, alright, the Forza games, but Hamish, yeah. me and your games here, mate. Just Dance 2014. Oh yeah, classic. Mate, I, the only time I played this game is me and you did Gangnam Style before a a, a night out. I think right, I thought you were, was that you just I warming you up for the night out? I, 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 didn't think, I didn't think we actually played it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, it was in my, my old flat, um, Town End Road, you'll know where that is. But like, we we were trying to get everybody energised to go out, so we just put on Gangnam Style, and me and you, Gangnam Style, in the living room. Ah, uh, that is ringing a bell, actually. <laughs> did, did, it, did it work? Did it energise people? It energised me, mate, that's, that's all it matters. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think Just Dance games are fun, and Connect was like the perfect thing for Just Dance. Like, yeah. I think, I don't think it works with any other, like, uh, peripheral. Like, you need no, I mean, was, uh, I remember on the PS2, was it? Uh, I had one of them, and it came with a dance mat and stuff like that that you rolled out. And I mean, it, it did work, but it's just it's not very exciting, is it? Uh, you've reminded me to stick up the video I've got of Dom playing Dance Dance Revolution in Tokyo. Hell nice. yeah. He was he was very static. <laughs> <laughs> he was just he was just dropping his booty down constantly. Uh, Dom, I'm going to look at you for this next game because I know you played this Killer Instinct. Yes, Ki. What yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Always worth playing. So when they first released it, this was uh, a whole thing that fighting games have now sort of latched onto. When it's uh, now just rolling out characters one by one. Uh, the game came out for free initially. And you just paid for your characters, but they would roll every couple. I think it was every three days they would roll to a new character that you got to play. All oh, right. So well, if you wanted to buy play. the whole game, you could support the game straight away, or you could uh, just like rotate through the free characters and buy the ones that you wanted to play as. Um, that's a that's a really cool idea. Yeah, and it yeah. sort of really helped. It, it helped fund uh, Ki for like ages because it wasn't like a case of it was a developer taking it and then running away with the money. 
they use that money to run tournaments to improve like what do you guys want to see what characters do you want to see what stages do you want to see and i felt it was like really like well done compared to yeah. any other sort of fighting games that were trying to come out for example street fighter 5 which was a disaster it was a it was a fuck up from the get-go where ki came in um and listened to the fan base it felt like street fighter uh and capcom didn't really didn't really pay attention um but you can fully get the ki experience on game pass now with all the characters and a much better ui a much better loading times and a lot better characters i think they've got like guests like rash from battletoads uh what's his name from gears of war uh marcus ram they've got him. oh general ram general oh, yeah. ram. and they've got arby from uh, halo in it as well nice uh oh the the female uh spartan no no arby who's arby arby oh why do you say arby what game is ha- is it dead or alive that has the female spartan yes dead or alive do we right cool uh right ki worth playing i actually might play that because like yeah why does uh, I, I every fighting it. game why does every fighting game get like abbreviated doa mk ki like so you can say quick game so you know the lingo and you and your like, friends but we don't SDF. do that with every other game like yeah <laughs> we do that with every other uh, game. gta 5 that's well, different we, okay. we, will get, we, will, we will get to gta 5 we will get mm-hmm. to gta 5 uh next one lego marvel super heroes none of us really play the lego games uh, respect them i respect them they're okay it's like them. i do i do think they're kind of like once you you play one of them uh you kind of get the idea of it it's good for like a, you know if you're playing kids with, yeah if you're playing with like uh, your nephews nieces your kids or anything like that i think it's a it's a good yeah, yeah. They're, they're simple enough and you can usually get them I've actually got Lego Marvel Superheroes, but I just bought it a few years ago with uh, like all of the season passes and stuff like that. You can usually get them pretty cheap. And yeah. So if you're just not really in the mood to play anything serious, then it's, it's fine to just jump on. But like you say, don't play one, you play them all. Yeah, I've, like, I played the Hobbit one and I was like, eh, I'm done. But I'll skip by the next few because it's Madden, NBA, NBA. Uh, oh, then you just play Local Cycle? What's wrong with Madden and NBA, mate? We're not American, thank God. So, <laughs> uh, well, uh, this was was this not the first sort of lot that Two K were taking over the NBA games and that as well? Well, NBA Two K fourteen and NBA Live fourteen came out, and the only reason me and Hamish ever played those games was because they had easy achievements. <laughs> but like, I do, uh, I do actually like Two K now. I, yeah. I, I, I try I try to play them, and they'll just just like playing FIFA now. They just want to funnel you into that put money into the game part like the ultimate yeah. team or like the points or whatever but we don't have much to say on them so i'm gonna skip by them any of play the need for speed rivals game nope no yeah man need for speed like game, man. I, I prefer need for speed over probably most other fighting games like forza and stuff like that. i prefer the kind of more arcadey type ones than simulation so mm-hmm. um i'm not a massive racing game fan but if i was going to play a racing game it'd probably be something like either burnout or need for speed Criterion's making the next one, so the guys that made Burnout. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's awesome. So it'll probably be good. Um Power Star Golf. No, no no interest there. We've already spoken about Rise, Skylanders, we don't care. Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> Zoo Tycoon, can you just play that? It's no. Uh, I've played a wee bit. Sorry, it's just another like if you've ever played things at like theme park or whatever, or yeah. it's just another tycoon game, like hospital tycoon or anything. 
Yeah, that was never interesting, Tycoon Games. And the last one, Hamish, is for you. Zumba Fitness World Party. Why is that for me, here? Because you're a massive Zumba Fitness fan. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Just, we, just cleaning that up. I could say, like, in my previous uh, job that I had, we had so many of those Zumba Connect games for the 360. Everybody traded them in at one time. It was wild. It was bad, Zo wasn't it? it like, was not see, see, when Zumba, like, the, the type, that type of class came out, it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. I remember, like, all the lasses in my work would go to it and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, so what is it? And it's like, oh, you just kind of dance around, and I'm like, pretty sure they've done that stuff before. I was like, yeah. no, no, this is totally new, this is Zumba, and I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah just the movement bounce. from that to the, the vibrating plates, remember that? <laughs> I remember them. Right, guys, we're going to move over to the PlayStation 4 launch games. I'll skip over the ones we've already spoke about because there's a lot of, like, multi-plats. Yeah. But the, f the first one is Angry Birds Star Wars. Angry Birds <laughs> is a phone game. There's no need for that to be on anything bigger than a phone. Oh, hey, do you remember when... I know. Do you remember when that was, like, the big thing, Angry Birds? Like, I, remember. Yeah. I remember. Uh, member berries. Uh, Assassin's Creed spoke about Call of Duty, FIFA, Battlefield, Just Dance. Injustice, the first one which I super enjoyed, came to the PS4 exclusively this June. Like, physically, uh, I think I don't think it's actually out in the Xbox One, except in back, Pat. No, I've got it. You're thinking, uh, you're thinking of Prototype? No, 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 Injustice. Oh, Injustice, sorry, no, I thought you said Infamous, sorry. No, no, Injustice, sorry. Oh, Injustice. sorry. I'm pretty sure I've got Injustice on the Xbox One. Aye, but I think it's a back and pack title. I think it's a, oh, right. I don't think it's the... Ultimate edition that came out in the PS4. Yeah, it's a I really, Lobo, I really like Injustice or something like that. It's in it. Yeah, yeah. Lobo's in it. Yeah. yeah. The, mm. I, like, there's no real point in talking about it because we played it in the 360. It's an excellent game. It's fun. This is Mortal Kombat with DC characters. A uh, good story. Yeah. Yeah. Flower came out. Never heard of it. It's a short yeah. kind of indie game. Lovely, lovely wee indie game. Yeah, Killzone know. Shadowfall. Now, oh, I, I got that with my PlayStation. Same, I got it with my PlayStation as well, and I didn't like it. <laughs> like, I, it's, they're not, they're not the best games, the Killzone games are alright, but... Do you know what I think happened there? Like, Gorilla was wanting to make... Gorilla made Horizon Zero Dawn after this, but I think they were bored of Killzone at this point. I think they'd ran out of all ideas. Like, because I was, we, we're big Halo guys, and we play a lot of COD as well. So, like, I thought, I'll play this. It'll be the same as these, like, a mixture of both, pretty much. I played Killzone 1 and 2. Mm. This, this, this was just generally quite bad. Like, I just didn't get in there at all. Like, I gave up, like, a quarter of the way through, and I've never, ever put it back in. I think it's still sitting with dust on it somewhere. Any of you Yeah, there, there, was, there was never anything that really... I, I played it for a bit, but it just didn't grab me at all. Like, I remember it looking quite nice, you know, the nice visuals and stuff like that, but... Mm. I don't know, just, there was nothing that made me, when I, when I finished playing it, I only played it for a wee while, there was nothing that made me think, hey, I'm going to go back and play that, I was enjoying that, you know, so I assume it just kind of sat there, I didn't really bother going back to it at all. Yeah. yeah, it was just one of those launch titles that are like, cool, whatever, throw it away. Uh, the next one is the big boy, the contender, game of the year every year. Knack. Yeah, Knack. Knack, boys. Knack, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I bought Knack with my PlayStation so that me and Sinead could play it because I heard it was like a Crash Bandicoot platformer. It was it was good and also fucking terrible. But it's Knack, like, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. So it was good like, and terrible. Like, what, was, what was good about it? 
it was it was generally quite nice looking. It had really good particle effects. That's the whole point in Neck was the particle effects, like to show off like what the PS4 could do. But mm. like it was the same game. Like I know it sounds stupid, but every level was almost the exact same, and it mm. was just generally a tech demo mm. for this particle effects stuff. And like we got we got and really based the whole game around that, you know. Yeah, we we kind of got halfway through it and we were like. Do we really want to keep going with this? Like, <laughs> I don't really want to. Let's put on something else. Like, was it was just. Was it true? Like, they had like any time that you had to go and do something like a big jump or that, it would just go to a cutscene. So it was very. They took away the part, the proper platforming away from you. So it felt like you were just doing a. You were just walking down corridors like you were doing a yeah, fantasy game. It was like corridors. Then you get to the arena and you fight. Then yeah. corridors, or you know, and then there was a small part of platforming, but like, you know, you know, a game that you can't really pick out its flaws because it's not bad at any one thing; it just never really gets you going. Yeah, that's yeah. knack. That's knack. It's very mediocre. Yeah, but I will, <laughs> I will play that game again. I will fight you to the death <laughs> <laughs> to def- to defend knack. Uh, Resogun, guys. I know you. I don't know. I don't know if you've played Resogun, but I really like Resogun. That's one I've never heard of. I yeah. think as well. Um, Resogun's really good, man. Any of the ones that sort of came out for the PlayStation when they first came out, I most likely didn't touch at all. All right. Okay. Unfortunately. Um, well, I've uh, the last three games are Soundscapes, Escape Plan, and Flow. I haven't played any of those. Sound, sound Shapes, isn't it? Oh, Sound Shapes. Sorry. I was looking at sound shapes and escape plan and said, "Sound shapes." I know this is off topic, but do you know what I've been doing lately? I've been putting CDs in a PlayStation One and putting the visualizer on. Ah, oh, remember nice. them, mate? That shit brings me back. That's nostalgic as fuck, mate. Nostalgic. I'm gonna. You could probably just like search up a video. You'd probably get loads of them on YouTube, actually. That's not what I want, Hamish. That's not what I want. I'm going to have these over and no way to do that. Who still has CDs, man? Jesus. We found a box in the cupboard like of like CDs that Sinead had and I had from years ago. And we were like, what do we do with these? You can't even sell them. No one wants them. I smell coasters. We were just like, just keep them. Like, you never know. Like, there's no point in throwing them away if they mean something to you. Anyway, yeah. let's, let's carry on, because this is going to take a while. Right. From the launch, okay, Xbox fell behind very quickly due to their um, terrible PR, I think, right at the beginning. Uh, all of those decisions they made with DRM, Always Online, the Kinect being bundled with it, which made the console cost £100 more than the PS4, yep. and also being technically not as good. Made them lose ground straight away, like, and it wasn't like the technicality part was. It was only slight. It was only a small amount, but in people's minds, that made it that the PS4 was the console to go for. Like, no one liked the Connect either. I don't think. I don't think anyone was a big fan, big fan of Connect, especially the 360 version. Well, I would even say like there were a lot of the factors that they had as well. Never mind again, as you said, but the poor. Um damage control i would probably say was a better word for it after the whole drm yeah. thing for them to turn around and say oh um if you don't have access to internet you've got another console it's called the 360 it's kind of slap in the face again to a lot of people yeah um, when your competitor like you know said like, like even jokingly after it didn't when they say with their games going this is how you share games with a friend and they just passed over the 
Yeah. yeah. There's a whole <laughs> I've, I've heard that Sony was going to do the same thing. Sony was so like they, they don't do these things individually. It's usually a usually a market decision. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard Sony was going to do almost the same thing. Saw the reaction that the Xbox announcement got and went, "Fuck that! We're not doing that." But and then obviously they took over. But it was a man called Don Patrick who was in charge of Xbox at the time. Mm. And he was the man that was in charge of Sega when Sega was making all the terrible decisions. <laughs> wow. So like there's there's a he wanted to turn the Xbox into like a you know, a Skydash box, a Roku box, like it was not just a games console. Which uh, is an all in one entertainment unit type thing, wasn't it? It's dumb though, because you've got those things. Like you've already got entertainment your T V kinda of turned into one now. Like that's pretty much how I watch everything. Yeah. I think the idea behind it was just you know, keeping people using the Xbox as much as possible. You know, yeah. you shouldn't, they don't want you to have to switch off your Xbox so that you could watch TV. Yeah. You know, they want you to actually do that on the TV because then keeping people using their console means that they can sell more things to them. And It was a tactical mistake, though, because they didn't realize how passionate gamers were about gaming, which is, which is a dumb thing from a gaming which, company which really confuses me because they just came off of like the 360 being one of the best selling consoles of all time you'd think they would be they wouldn't be so tone deaf to realize that hey maybe like you know we should just be making games and you know not try to force these or try to cram all these other things to then make something that's you know basically a amalgamation of all these things that we're trying to sell but at the same yeah. time if you're trying to do all these things you're going to just you know instead of you know, getting a, a market share of these people that are like, you know, maybe going from Sky or maybe they just want to use it as a, a multimedia centre. <laughs> You're just going to disappoint everybody and piss off everybody too. Well, uh, see- the better of picking, you know, gaming and specialising in that rather than being okay or subpar at everything. Better I mean, off just to try and be amazing at one thing. <laughs> do, you, do you remember, um, I think it was around 2010, Don Patrick came in, right? Around that time, that's when the Xbox 360 started to lose momentum. It started to lose those like uh, exclusives. Yeah. Like I remember, it had Bioshock as an exclusive for a while, mm-hmm. and then I think it was timed. And they had Mass Effect. They had like um, Elder Scrolls. Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Like they they were very into like securing these games rights because that's how you got people buying a console. Yeah. By about 2010. PlayStation Three was catching up because they were starting to release bangers. Like they were, like they were releasing like properly good games, and I think that's where the strategies started to go wrong for Xbox. They were like, "Ah, oh, now you can watch um, Sky Sports on your 360," and you're like, "Cool, cool, cool." When's the next exclusive? And then I think <laughs> that, like, that's that's why ten years later we're now seeing the Xbox like snap up fucking loads of. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's just picking up and going, nah, you're coming home with me, boys. <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah. picking up and looking at me, like, yeah, we'll take this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> giant, giant studios, like this, this entire company, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, they, they dropped the uh, connect almost as soon as they got rid of Don Patrick. Uh, they brought in Phil Spencer, who's been a fucking breath of fresh air, yeah. Oh, he's uh, been amazing, he's, he's done such a good job, man. Hey, Miss, you're more into this than I was, but there was like a there was like a process back in the day where they would like listen to the fans or the, the owners of Xboxes and what features they wanted. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, people were able to 
basically suggest things and then other people could like vote on it and say, yeah, I want this as well. And, you know, they actually did really well in, in keeping to it because you'll get a lot of companies that say, oh, we listen to our fans and stuff like that. But that's just so that they seem like they're actually, they actually care. But uh, there was a lot of improvements made through that system. Yeah, no, I, they did a really good job. They brought it. We'll get into the next couple of models when we get through these couple of years. But they did a really good job of bringing back the reputation to where it was before. Hey guys, do you remember twenty thirteen? Nope. Nope. Uh, a little bit. Right, I've heard about it, but uh, apparently couple, I was there. But a couple of small know. small games released: GTA Five and The Last of Us. Never heard of them. They were uh, released at the very end of the 360 and PS3 generation. I don't know. They're probably they're probably like indie games, I think. Yeah. But by yeah. by like what are they called <laughs> Rookstar. <laughs> Rookstar and Rook, 40, Rookstar. 40, 40, 40 cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think these two uh, games epitomise what was wrong with this generation at the start. These were the two biggest games for the previous generation. But they were also the biggest games in the next generation for the first year, pretty much. Like, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Like GTA Five, we've all played that game. Again, I, I, I think I, when we I played that on 360, and then on then on Xbox One, I had to buy it again. Yeah, and you're going, on... you're going to get it on the Series X. Fucking probably, man. Uh, well, it's a free <laughs> upgrade though. Hamish, like though from what oh, is it free? It's a free upgrade, so you're all right. Oh, that's all right then. Huh? So I bought it for the 360. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So I've had it for like Fuck multiple sake. ones. Like, you are such a rude man. They yeah, got you. They fucking got me good, man. <laughs> uh, with, the, with the PlayStation 4 one, it was, I got it quite cheap. And it was just to play with a few pals that were on PSN. That were like, you know, they don't have an Xbox. Uh, yeah. The PC one, it was uh, basically free. So it was like a bit daft not to take it. But. Um, <laughs> It's... <laughs> I'd probably get you with sales, mate. Like, oh look, this is this is eighty percent off. Think of all that money I'm, spe- I'm saving. All the money I'm saving. You're spending money. <laughs> you're spending it though. But I'm saving it technically because I would have bought it anyway. Aye, but uh, yeah. That Other was... than the launch titles, these these two were the biggest titles of 2013. Mm. Uh, and you only played like uh, last. I only of played us... the last of us last year. Yeah, which is crazy because yeah. like that was one of the reasons that I was like, fuck, man, I missed out on the PlayStation Three, and they had games like this. And then been told, well, this was technically the last game for the PS3. Ah, that makes sense. See, see the thing is, I played it on the PS3 uh, the first hour. Yeah. Our friend Simon brought it up to my house, and like I had, I had a PS3 that Schneid had owned for years and hardly been ever turned on. And like I dusted it off, like the dust came off everywhere. Sure and I was like, did. oh my god, that turned it on. It still worked amazingly. It still worked. Installed this game, I started playing, and like the first hour just fucking hits you. But like. I didn't want to buy it on a PS3 because I, I hate the, the controller so much. I bought it as soon as it came out on the PS4 and didn't play it for six years. But that <laughs> <laughs> uh, was such a good game. Uh, the, I was those are, man. It was, it was huge. So those were the two biggest... Like this, this gen is all about remakes at the start. It was all about remakes. But it was 2014 before things really started to get going, obviously. We had things like Shovel Knight come out. Yeah. So, yeah. I couldn't hear you there, sorry. Oh. Uh, Shovel Knight came out. Yeah. Uh, I played that on the PS4. I don't know if you like Shovel Knight. It's like a 8-bit 
platformer. Yeah, I've seen it, and I think I, I think I briefly tried it, but it's not a game I ever put any real time in. No. Anyway, it's just one of those uh, Kickstarter games that the rare one that came out better than what people thought. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this was pre Mighty Number no. Nine. Yacht Club. I do hear a lot about it. I'm sure it was it was very popular, wasn't it? Like Shovel Knight in general, so it's pretty popular. Yeah, Shovel Knight's great. Uh, Diablo three came out for PS4. Like any of you Diablo fans? Uh, Ross and I played quite a lot of Diablo three. Actually, we kind of like I don't know. We uh, suppose we finished it. Um, well, you can keep kind of doing stuff. Uh, but that was on that was on the Xbox just a couple of years ago. So. That came out in 2014. I, I've never played the Diablo game. I heard they're really, really good. Uh, Dark Souls 2. Uh, I did not play it, but I watched my brother play it. Uh, <laughs> and played, uh, uh, played all of them. But the, the enthusiasm for the first couple of these games is through the roof. Yeah? No, no, it's uh, more like I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for waiting for my killer, killer's role. But no, with the Dark Souls, no. Um, Unfortunately, hey, there games, uh, games I always want to get into. Like, I look at them and I'm like, I really like the idea and it's fun, but I just don't have the fucking patience most of the time. You know, I mean, the same with uh, there's another one like Legends of the Fallen, uh, which is basically the exact same kind of idea. And I'm like, oh, they get it gets a big following. The Dark Souls games, I like the idea; they are fun, but then I just get frustrated when I die so much, and I'm like, ah, you know what? Fuck this! I'm gonna play. Kirby or something. <laughs> I, need, I need an ego boost. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to get Demon Souls with my PS5, but I'm yeah, going to yeah. actually go for it. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking to game share. If anyone, wink, wink, is interested. Wink. You know how much I buy games, boys. Wink, wink Dom. Wink Hamish. Wink. If, if me and Hamish get together, I think we'll own like every game. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm up for that if you if you want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, mate, like we'll have to like coordinate because I'd be like, oh, I bought this game, and you're like, oh no, I bought it too, and I was like, oh well. Like, <laughs> like, God um, damn it! <laughs> uh, next one, boys, is a fucking banger. Is Rayman Legends? Oh shit! Do you this? We we actually played this in the Wii U. Do you remember playing it with uh, me, Hamish? Is this the one with the Wii Football mini game and stuff like yes. that? Yes. Uh, and the, oh. the music levels and stuff like that. That was a brilliant new game, man. That is a great game. game. I think it's you know very underrated as well. It yeah. is. It was going to be a Wii U exclusive. Yep. And then the Ubisoft was like, wait, how many Wii U's did you sell? <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't, we don't talk about the Wii U. So yeah. it's an Ubisoft game he actually likes you. Yeah. <laughs> Rayman is one of those rare Ubisoft games with actual creativity in it. <laughs> like, they, did, they didn't, they didn't choke it. Like they didn't, they didn't hit it with all of their usual Ubisoft shit, which is why you've not seen a Rayman since. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we we played a ton of this game um, on the Wii U. I remember playing on the Wii U gamepad and killing you a lot because yep. I was in control of the platforms. Because you're an asshole. Yes, I, that was a great invitation, man. That was excellent. I, 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 I could not stop laughing when you would jump for the platform and I'd move it at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. We're in the same team, Hugh. <laughs> uh, uh. Rayman football was something else as well. Like that was that is a lot of fun. That was I'm basically sure that even said. I think you even said this too. So it's like this is what FIFA rage is in when a matter a matter of seconds you could feel. Like when you're so, <laughs> you would go from zero to hundred like immediately. Oh. Yeah, I think we've played more of the mini uh, football mini game than we have of the actual game. But like, <laughs> uh, as a belter, and see, sometimes I look at it and go, "I need to play that," but I, I like to play it 
with people. Like it's a game designed mm. to play with people. So yeah, Rayman Legends a winner for us. I'm going to bring in a Wii U game again, and it's Super Smash Bros. Wii U. Yeah, I bought this day one because fucking love Smash Bros. I know we weren't going to talk about Wii U, but this was the biggest game of that year, pretty much. Um, Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, I fucking love the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to wait. Right like, I fucking love the Wii U. I'm going to tell you how I bought a Wii U, right? Oh, go uh, ahead. I can t- I I've got, got a story. Me. I can tell, but... I got a real drunk, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was on eBay, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking bid for a couple of things. I bid for a Wii U and a Dreamcast, and I forgot, and I fell asleep. I woke up in the morning with notifications, and I was like, you have won this Wii U. You have won a Dreamcast. And I turned around to Sinead, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I just bought a Wii U. Which is the other thing where we, you, me and my brother Jason, who's been on the podcast before, had an argument for about an hour. He claimed that the Wii U was just a gamepad add-on for a Wii. And I was like, no, no, it's it's an actual new console. And he was like, no, no, it's just a gamepad. And I'm like, this is how bad Nintendo are marketing this thing. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. a gamer, a guy who knows a lot about gaming, didn't realize that this was a new console. It's wild, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was, it was really terrible. And the fact that they kept the same CPU... As the Wii was a fuck, it was an awful decision. Well, I mean, it was good that you could play your games backwards if you wanted to as well. Yeah, but the CPU was the same as the GameCube. Yeah, which was like the GameCube CPU was like uh, I think they like glued two together for the Wii, and then they glued an R two together for the Wii U. <laughs> Just like, glue, what a glue! Like Nintendo are terrible at that. They obviously have fixed that shit with the Switch, but. The Super Smash Bros. Wii U, they released the gamepad, uh, the the GameCube uh, adapter, which I have somewhere, I think. Uh, Hamish, do you play a lot of this with us? I'm sure we play a lot of drinking Smash. Yeah, um, mostly, like I said, I never had a Wii U, but my <gasps> brother had one, so I played too, a lot of it on that. You're too clever for that shit, aren't you? You don't get, <laughs> you don't get brought into it. <laughs> See the weird thing about, and I feel kind of the same way with the Switch and stuff like that, but I've just never have really seen them as this like xbox ones you know and playstation 4s and stuff like that they're like primary consoles and the things that switches and we use and we's they've always just been something a wee bit Additions. Something a bit yeah. yeah a bit separate you know you wouldn't buy a switch to play doom like some people did but you wouldn't buy a switch to play doom you'd buy a yeah. switch to play super mario odyssey or Smash Brothers. You buy it to play Nintendo games. Anything yeah. else as a as a bonus? Yeah. I mean, I've I've got my Nintendo Switch sitting in front of me, in between my One X and my PS4 just now. And humble I brag. Humble brag. I, I, just, <laughs> I was going to say it was I could you tell you the last time I turned it on. You know what I mean? Like it, it was a long time ago. So it's just yeah. I've always just been I mean been like I've got. I've got actual consoles to play. Why would I play that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Smash Bros. Wii U is almost a perfect game. I think I think they mm. perfected the Smash Bros. Um, formula there. I think Ultimate on the Switch is just like an up- uprated version with obviously a lot of additions. But Mate, yeah. everyone's there I mean, though. Everyone's there. Yeah, everyone's there. Games like that I really do enjoy, but it's always been the case where I would only really play that with a group of mates and you usually have one so yeah it's probably true. be with you anyway so i'm kind of like 
if I bought one, it would literally just sit there because I wouldn't bring it all the way up when you've already got one. And yeah. you know, yeah, well, Smash bought... Brothers is not a single player game. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought mine to get Bale too when that was announced for uh, my Wii U, um, and I bought mine off of eBay, kind of like yourself, you. But mine was like a purpose, uh, a purpose buy. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> get it and build it for this. Um, I can remember getting all excited because I got it quite cheap with like a bunch of games and that. So I'm like, oh, awesome. And it was the black one, so I had like the more space because they yeah, had like a yeah. 16 and a 32, which was strange. No, it was an 8 gig, mate. It was oh, a one, eight? 8 gig. Fuck, 8. Um, 8 gigabytes like built in. That is awesome. But the deluxe was only 32. Yeah. Like, if you think about that, that's only like 120th of a Call of Duty game now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was all excited because I was hearing it was coming in the next couple of days. Uh, to when I got into the, f- the flat, my brother's like, "Hey man, something came for you." I'm like, "All oh, right, it'll be the switch." And he saw the switch, uh, the Wii U, and he handed me over this tiny wee brown box. And I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I had my name, so I opened it up, and it was like a, a open box of tea bags that was sent oh, to me. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I just looked at it, and it was like, you know what? So. Uh, right onto eBay complaining to the guy going, motherfucker, you just sent me a, a box of tea bags, And he was like, oh, no, man, you signed for it. You can't, like, you can't claim it's that. Uh, so try to, yeah, try to, uh, try to sort of get out of it. But it turns out that someone else that was on messaging them uh, as well, something that happened as well. So when the eBay went and took it to them, it took like 30 days for them to claim. It's like a whole sort of nonsense with that. Yeah. They did message me back saying, your uh, claim's been immediately refunded. The person that sold this had also sold um iPad Pro, uh, iPad. Uh, sorry, they sold a MacBook Pro to someone and ended up sending them like a plant pot or something else on it as well. Because <laughs> so it was just a scammer. Yeah, so oh, bastard, man. yeah, it was really bad. But thankfully, uh, the next the next time I was on eBay, I was like messaging the guy. You're real, aren't you? Right, this is real stuff. <laughs> but, I've been like, man, before. I really want a Wii U. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I I love Smash. Um, that was a lot of fun. Like any time that we had up with the eight-player Smash, that was oh, good times. We could just do a whole episode on Smash, which yeah. we might do uh, while playing the Smash drinking game and getting really fucking drunk. Yeah. Right. What they, what people really should do though, if they want to see that, is they should subscribe to our Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/PatchesInGaming. If they've got Amazon as well they actually get a free subscription which does help us as well yeah and sometimes when we do stream it is really entertaining we streamed among us the other night it was really fucking good uh you also may want to check Amish out the is- youtube channel that's uh our youtube channel uh patches in search for that our among us video should be going up shortly and Hamish is constantly sus. Like, sus. Even right now, he's sus. <laughs> he's king sus. No, he's not saying anything. Let's That's very through. sus, Hamish. Did, did any of you play Thief? Yes. Uh, for like four seconds. I was like, this is terrible. It was yeah. not good. Yeah, we'll skip by that one. <laughs> MGS Ground Zeroes. Metal Gear Solid oh. Ground Zeroes. Now, I played this. I completed this game, guys. It's not a game. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a first level. Yeah. Of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, and they split it off into its own game. Yeah. Did you never play this, Hamish? Yeah, yeah. I just I was surprised that you completed anything. Well, <laughs> like, like I was, mate, I was so surprised that like, I'd, like when you get picked up by the helicopter, and then it's, you get the cool cutscene, and then it finishes. I'm like, wait, was that Where's the rest of this game? Did I, did I pay like thirty pound for this fucking two hour game? Oh, you paid thirty quid. 
I can't remember. He paid money for it. I paid money for it. Well, it was a Kojima. It was a Kojima move, Hamish. That wasn't Kojima. Sorry, it was a Konami move. Them trying to get as much money as they could from the fans and that. Ridiculous. Yeah. It played really well. It got me excited for Metal Gear Solid Five, which incidentally I've still not played. I fucking game. I really liked it, but you know, you know the thing that got me about it was they burned me so hard on the fact it was only the first level of a game. I was like, you know, fuck Konami, and you know what? The whole world is like fuck Konami now. So yeah, it was it was alright. Like it was Metal Gear Solid. You know, you hide, there's exclamation marks, you know, boxes and shit. It was more like, see, what you could do in that game is crazy. You could be sneaky as possible, you could be as violent as possible, you could be a mixture of both. There was, like, different, like, you could find different paths to get in. It was, like, a different variety you could do. Um, the only issue I really had with it is that David Hater wasn't Snake, they got Kiefer Sutherland to do Snake. Yeah, what, what which was, was that about? I have no idea. I just think they want. I think Kojima was just like, "Fuck it, I'm going to see if I can get a a big Hollywood star that come in and do this." And yeah, Kojima's it. like, "Hey, I've got all this Konami money yeah. to spend." <laughs> and then I think maybe that's why Ground Zero, uh, Ground Zero sort of happened was because of it. Because they're like, "We need to recruit this money because we got Kiefer fucking Sutherland in this game." <laughs> so there's two. There's two Metal Gear Solid fives. There's Ground Zeroes and then. Yeah, well, Ground Zero is just a prequel, really. Ah, but like, it's called Metal Gear Solid Five: Ground Zeroes. Yeah. Like, what's it was? Is Five got like an actual title? Uh, Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain. So it has the Phantom the Pain. R. Yeah. So like, there's two. Like, see, when I was looking at this, I was like, "Is that Metal Gear Solid Five? No, it didn't come out in 2014. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that. It was it was, you know, very very fucking annoying. Right, next one's Infamous Second Son. Hamish, I know you didn't play this because it was a PS4 game in 2014. Dom, I played this with Simon. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I really liked it. Like, uh, with the... Is it purple lightning you get in it? You were like, you could sort of skate about on, like, the poles and stuff. It was pretty fun. Yeah, you had the morality thing as well, like, from the first Infamous games. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was only about eight to ten hours long, and it had an open world, which was weird. Yeah. Like, it, it felt small. Like, and they never went back to it. Like, they never went back to it. Well, they did First Light. Yeah. But I don't think they'll ever go back to Infamous. I was still waiting on that uh, remaster of the first two games. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, was a really the... So was that the third one then? Second son? Third, uh, yeah, it was the third one, yeah. Mm. yeah. I only played the first couple on the PS3. They were pretty good, weren't they? Like, Infamous was a good series. I never got to play yeah. them. I played mm. Prototype instead. Very kind of similar, man. Like, yeah. I often get them mixed up. Like, they're same kind of idea. In fact, I'm, I... I'm sure Prototype was... Well, I don't know if this is actually true, but see, when I play Prototype, I think this would be a perfect Venom game. If you just put Venom's skin over, like, yeah. the abilities and stuff like that, they just would yeah. work out so well. I've never played Prototype. I should get a shot one day. Like, the other games that I've never played. <laughs> uh, Titanfall. Oh. Yeah. Now, I don't need to tell you how much I love Titanfall. Hugh, the this is the wo- first time I've ever heard you talk about Titanfall. Yeah, I've, never talked, <laughs> I've never heard you talk about Titanfall, mate. Don't get me started, right? This first game, right? I, I picked it up. I think me and you played it online, Hamish, obviously, because that's the only way you can play it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I fucking loved it, man. Like, it was like, you could tell it was like a perfect evolution of like Call of Duty. I like, can't even remember why we started it. Did we just look at it and think, oh, that looks cool? Or why did we even buy must, it? Must why, did we, why did we pick up? It was, it was like one of the only exclusives Xbox One had at the time. Like, mm. so 
and it was also the big game out. Like it was like it was hyped up to fuck because it was respawn as well. Who was the they were uh, Infinity Ward before. Like a lot of their developers were the guys that made Call of Duty Four. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was actually. Yeah. So and it looked cool as fuck with the Titans. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, loved the game. It should have had a campaign. They obviously fixed that with Titanfall Two, the greatest game that's ever been made. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Can we even go back to play it? Is people still playing it online? Titanfall Two, definitely, but not Titanfall. I tried to play Titanfall 2 again and I could not get a game on the Xbox One. Oh. Did it tell you how many people were like doing it? No, I didn't. I couldn't, well, I obviously didn't look, but something that, something I would love to get back into anyway. Right, the next one I have played and loved is Wolfenstein. Ah. The, did you play this game? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love these, this series, by the way. Except the New Blood. New Blood wasn't that great. Was it New Blood? You're talking yeah. about the, yeah, with the two female protagonists ones, or yeah, that, that, that was Youngblood. Was that Youngblood? Youngblood sorry. Oh, sorry, like I, I, I like the single player. The, the second uh, one was the New Order. Yeah, That's New Order. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. me. Uh, the first and second one are amazing. I think I loved Wolfenstein one. It was another one of them games where I felt like I was actually shit. This is next gen, or like this is this is something I've I've not seen before. Yeah, like, it, it really kind of it was a breath of fresh air in the sure. You know, it felt like something a bit different than your regular kind of first-person shooters. Yeah. yeah, it was... I played a lot. I, I completed it, and I, I went back to play it again before the second one came out, which was fucking amazing as well. <laughs> I don't think they sold well. Like, I know they run off the same... I think they run off the same engine as Doom. Oh, like, I think Doom runs off the same engine as them. Like, they are one of them series where you'll get a Doom, then you'll get a Wolfenstein, then you'll get a Doom, then you get a Wolfenstein. Yeah. Like, I really, really liked Wolfenstein because anything where you shoot Nazis is always fucking... You don't feel bad, <laughs> do you? You, don't, you do not feel bad do shooting not. Nazis. Fuck Nazis. You're like... It's satisfying. You're like, I'm going to kill this Nazi. But uh, Wolfenstein was great. That's This is when I started to feel next-gen. Like, the games before this, like, Infamous was also felt next-gen. Uh, but Rayman Legends and stuff, you could have played that in the 360. Like... Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs came out. Everyone knows that I fucking love it. That was my first game I got for the PS4. Super disappointed, man. Like <laughs> it was like, oh, be this cool hacker, and then you can just complete everything by shooting everybody anyway. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, but that was your choice, mate. You had the option to hack and stealth and all that. Aye, but like, if the easiest option is just Call of Duty, or actually, I just felt like GTA. Hmm. Like you could drive about and cause chaos but you were meant to be this undercover hacker it didn't really have this sense of believability in the world obviously with all this like, stuff like, like grand theft auto does you know at least in grand theft auto there's <laughs> like you are there's like fucking consequences you'll get like killed and arrested and you're never really a undercover character you're always just like fucking a movie character Mm. You know, do you know what I mean? Like Watch Dogs yeah. maybe a subtler version of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It, it uh, if it, if it wanted to be something like that, then it should have kind of stuck to its guns rather than giving you the option to do both. But I think they just wanted to appease to people, and obviously with the success of games like Grand Theft Auto, they probably wanted people to compare the two and be like, "Oh, this is GTA with hacking." You know what I mean? What also, year? What year? Twenty fourteen, mate. Twenty fourteen. Okay, just double checking. Sorry. So uh, yeah, so I bought my PS4. Uh, 2014 mostly it was like a fucking 
impulse buy. I just saw it and I was like, eh, I want PS4. So I, I, I bought it and got Watch Dogs and was so, so sad. <laughs> we'll go on. Uh, Mario Kart 8 came out that year as well. Again, like Super Smash Bros. Great game. Nintendo had it out of the park. Not really much to say about it. Hamish, me and you and Don might actually like this. So UFC came out the first mm. year of UFC. Oh, uh, was that uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Colin in the front of it? Colin McGregor? Colin McGregor? Col- Who the fuck Colin. are you, Don? Colin. <laughs> Sorry. Connor, Connor's, um, you know, wee brother doesn't get much Col- spotlight, but uh, Colin we, we Colin. No, Don, that's, I think that's the second one, mate. The first one had. Um, John Jones and Alexander Gustafsson ah. in the front. And then both of them lost their fights. <laughs> no, John Jones uh, hasn't lost ever. <laughs> Just to the police. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just generally drugs and alcohol as well. Yeah, just, just to himself. opponent. I thought it was like a front cover cost that he had. Uh, Gustafsson lost. Uh, well, after that, I think both of them, one of them, uh, Gustafsson lost. And John Jones went through all that fucking drug test failures and stuff like that. But I thought uh, it was great. They did say there was like a curse for the if you're the cover art uh, person, then you'll end up losing or something bad will happen to you. I remember reading about that. I really liked it, guys, but the, the amount of glitches in that game was fucking unbelievable. Do you remember, remember the videos and... I used to post? Yeah, the T-pose and, like, yeah, and yeah. Then the, the limbs that used to like fly around everywhere. <laughs> like, oh. Uh, sometimes you would you would go for a hook and you'd get like around the back of the head and then you'd get like caught on them and you'd flap about everywhere and I remember even like sometimes just floating out of the ring and stuff like that just gradually up into the sky like what the fuck is going on man but I mean to be honest that made for a good laugh you yeah I mean so it's that, it was those kind of glitches you don't mind it's the ones that like corrupt your save file and you need to start all over again those are the glitches that suck but if yeah. you get a good laugh out of it I don't mind a wee glitch now and again. Right, another game that was released that year as a remake is Oddworld's New and Tasty. Did any of you play the remake of Abe's, Ex- uh, Abe's Odyssey? Yes, yeah? I did. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Oddworld games, like fucking it. love the Oddworld games, mate. Uh, of course, it's Oddworld. Um, it, it was on free on <laughs> PSN, like, a, I'm going to say a couple of years ago. I remember seeing it coming up, um, but I did play it on Steam. I think Kev's got it on that, and it was oh, so much fun. Just hearing Abe, he's wee talks and that as well, man. Hello. And then he's he's got a new game coming out soon as well. I was closer to Kermit than Abe. Hello. Abe is Halo. 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 Did any of you play Hotline Miami? Yes. Yeah, fucking brilliant game, man. Fucking nice. soundtrack, man. I, 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 know we're no, I, I didn't play it on I, I was on Steam I played Hotline Miami but I played it on my Vita I know this is about PS4 and Xbox One but I played it on my Vita and the PS4 and um, I used these uh, PlayStation 4 gold headset thing with 7.1 surround sound and the music the music's like drum and bassy kind of synthwave stuff synth yeah it's so fucking good man like and the gameplay was super addictive see with the constant um, like that Katana Zero thing where like there's not a, like a gap between you dying and restarting there's always like a way to do it and yeah, then you yeah. can do it differently each time like it was so good like I've never played the second one but the first one was really fucking good I've actually saved the, the soundtrack as a playlist on my Spotify because it's so fucking good like they did yeah, a really good job yeah. of that uh, do you know what else came out that year guys Destiny okay um <laughs> That's the reaction. <laughs> that that is actually the reaction that Destiny got. 
Yeah. <laughs> when it came out as well. Because yeah, you expect... the first Destiny. Yeah, so... Uh, I, yeah. I didn't really touch it because I just heard all the, the bad press that it got because you'd think as a big company uh, like Bungie coming out and sort of releasing a game that felt like it was needing a lot of work was very... Yeah was very disappointing um, but I didn't really play any of Destiny until like Destiny 1 was completely finished before they started doing Destiny 2 so I don't really have any you know experience from seeing it grow into the franchise that it eventually did yeah I, I did play through it like just to basically just played through the story I remember we Peter Dinklage being there yeah he's he like got a lot of uh, I, I mean, I don't see why. He was just a voice of a character and he did it fine, you know what I mean? But Supposedly his acting uh, was terrible. I remember trying to play it and never really getting the like the repetitive mission like the stuff. Like I'm still like that. I didn't really get Anthem and stuff like that. I know no one did, but... Well, I like, just played through the story, so there was, it wasn't really any repetitiveness because it, it was, like, the, the campaign was... I mean, it's the same kind of thing, go to this place and kill these things, like, obviously... But I mean, that's that describes a lot of games. Yeah. Um, but I do remember, like, I can't even remember what it was when you got to like max level. But then you could level up again, uh, and then there was like raids and stuff like that. But obviously, I like none of you guys played it or anything like that. So if I was doing any raids, any boss fights, then I'd need to jump in with randoms, and it's just it's not the same. It's always annoying. Uh, you can't trust people. No, you can't trust people when it comes to loot and stuff like that either. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like, yeah. it's very, from what, um, when I finally got a chance to play it, it felt very Warcraft. Like a kind of shorter Warcraft game. Where, I'd like, like, uh, you need to have a, a good unit, you need to have a good team, and you need to people to yeah. play to their strength rather than, you know, play, play because they want to play, unless they're just sort of dicking about and just trying to know the ropes. I heard a lot of stories about the development of Destiny, and I heard that like there was a lot of stuff that was like they, a year before it was released, they just scrapped like ninety percent of what they had, yeah, and and went with what they could just do. Now the good thing, Bungie are just excellent at first person shooters because Halo One to Three and Reach were awesome. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so they they know how to do that part. It was the 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 story, uh, the always online and the like the lore part of the Destiny world that no one really. No one got with the, the vanilla, yeah. like the first release. Like it took a lot of updates to get it to where they want to go. Did they also uh, not spend like a shitload of money getting like Paul McCartney to do like hundreds of music for them as well? It was like, yeah, it was a it was a clusterfuck. Yeah. Like the the Activision also was the publisher, and they were putting like crazy demands down, wanting to sell so much, wanting them to make so much. Like that's the reason why there was never really meant to be a Destiny two. Mm-hmm. There was only really meant to be Destiny, which was going to get constantly updated, like a Warcraft. Mm. Yeah. But uh, they they were they were forced into making a sequel. It was the same like they were doing with the shop as well. I think that was true as well. Like they kept having like the, the the cosmetics, and they were like everything needs to be, you know, made this way, and we want it to be charged this much because we need to make that money back that we gave you. And they were button heads quite a lot. It seemed like it was like when they eventually did the split. That there was quite a lot of like bad, uh, bad news behind it. Yeah, uh, well, I never really get into it too much, but it's it's one of them games that defined this generation because it kind of started a trend, didn't it? It started the trend of the always online stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
that's 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 actually just fucked Square Enix over for about what sixty million pounds. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I know we're not talking about that in this podcast, but Avengers lost uh, sixty million. Sixty-three or something, like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Wild well, to surprise no one, to nobody. No one wanted a Destiny Avengers game. Uh, anyway, let's continue on. Uh, the Telltale games really took off uh, during this time. The Wolf Among Us was released in ah, 2014. Fucking amazing, mate. Uh, it was a really, really good game. I really enjoyed that. That was my first Telltale game because I'm not a big fan of The Walking Dead. The best Telltale game as well, mate. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think I've got all the achievements. I need to check, but like the, <laughs> it was. See, the, the thing with The Wolf Among Us is like most of them, like The Walking Dead ones, it's literally just achievements for already right, finished this chapter, this chapter. Basically, just if you complete the game, you'll get them all. But I think Wolf Among Us was one where you actually had to, you had like a wee codex, like a wee journal thing. Uh, so every time you'd meet a character, it would fill in information of them. And that when you had to go and um, fill that in for a, an achievement. So that when you had to kind of load old saves and choose different ways to see, because you had to see different people. So that yeah. was kind of interesting in that way that. A bit more expensive on the achievements. Yeah. Right. There's uh, something. It's not a game. It's a demo that came out in 2014. Very famous demo. It's actually back in the the news. It's PT. PT oh, came yeah. out in 2014, oh, and it's not. No one shut the fuck up about it since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Kirio Kojima Silent Hills demo thing with Guillermo del Toro and Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. Which all eventually became Death Stranding, sort of. Yeah, kind of uh, in a weird way. Do you know it was working on the PS5 and then Konami phoned Sony and was like, hey, get out of fuck. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, they're such ex girlfriends with the whole Kojima thing, man. Like, <laughs> uh, just let people have their PT. Just release it again. Actually, see if you just put 4 99 just put like 4 99 on it and say, like, you can buy PT for 4 99 Like, people would buy it. It would definitely sell, man. I mean, it's the thing is, it's because it's a very Japanese breakup for it. I mean, is it Super Eye Patch Wolf did a really good video on it here with the like, yeah, breakdown it, of um, PT? Yeah, it was like it's it maybe Super no Super Bunny Hop. Super, sorry, Super Bunny Hop. Sorry. Uh, he's really good. He does a, a lot of good breakdowns on the Kojima stuff. Um, Can we plug in other people on our podcast? You, that's it. He needs the help. He's only got like a million subscribers. Yeah. Alright, okay. Uh, a big a big podcast like us can afford to help him out then. Yeah. I, I didn't ever play PT. I was never interested in it. I don't like horror games because I'm a scaredy cat, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure people are still selling PS4s with it installed for like a thousand pounds. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you can obviously get it now. Not, not in legal ways anyway. Yeah. Right, um, 2014 was also the year of God damn it. What was it? Mega Man 9? No. Shit. Fuck. Mega Sorry. Number 9. Are you struggling to look at these numerals and figure out what it is? I was, I was like, is that 9? <laughs> uh, that's not 9. Uh, wait, 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 that's not 9. <laughs> Are you looking up at... Uh... Right. Oh, the Jason bit. Um, <laughs> the, next game, the, the next game we're going to talk about is the game I link most to the start of this generation i know it's about a year after the fucking consoles came out but start for me there's a uh, shadow of mordor ah oh, yeah. shadow of mordor. Uh, like 
that was a fucking great game when it came out. I know now it's it, it, there's a lot of games that come out that are just like it, but that was like the start of that that open world hack and slashy press triangle to block sort of thing. Especially in a Lord of the Rings world, which I'm a huge fan of. Like that was it came out of nowhere as well. I didn't even know it was announced, and then I saw it on Amazon. And I was like, yeah, I'll buy that. Thank you. <laughs> like it was great. Uh, I completed it again uh, last year. Uh, it was such a good game, man. See that um, nemesis system where, like, you kill an orc and you can put your own guys in their, like, hierarchy. Yeah. And then if you kill someone, they can come back later and, like, find you. And then they've got, like, an eye missing, even though you chopped their head off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they've always got this mad cockney accent as well. Like, there you are, Ranger. I've got. Ah, do you know what? I don't Ranger. Do Ranger. That's actually uh, not bad, considering that your accents are usually like you. That's pretty good. Uh, I know. Uh, I really loved this game, though. It was uh, it was probably my game that I put most time into for a long time. Like, like I, the, the, the start of this generation was so kind of empty that this was the first game that I properly like, marathoned and worked my way through. It was a fun game. I really enjoyed it good story as well the only issue i had was maybe the ending was a wee bit weak but fuck it man my boy was at the end so yeah, yeah man it's fucking like i know the sequel has its issues which they've kind of ironed out now and they've kind of they've kind of burned the bridges with people i think oh, i don't definitely. know if there'll be a third i don't think there'll be a third one but it, it felt like the start i had something good and new if you know what i mean yeah <laughs> but obviously Warner Brothers, what you gonna do? Yeah, Warner Brothers uh, got really fucking greedy. Uh, Dom, Alien Isolation came out on the 7th of October 2014. I know I'm, that's the first time I gave a date, but... Did you did you play that game? I played that game, yeah. Did you play it on the Xbox One? Yes, I played it on the Kinect as well. So the Alien could hear you? Yes. Fuck, fuck that! I hate it aliens. was like, awesome. So, <laughs> so you could also set it so you could have your head movement as well. So if you looked around the corners, like the the camera would move. So see if you were one of those kind of players that had like the controller when you're driving, you move left and right. That would make noise or anything like that. That would send alerts to the alien that you were moving about and dicking about. So became. Or if you had like a flatmate that's quite loud, like my brother was. <laughs> I was I was literally just about to say I would not trust like obviously you you live with jason and i just wouldn't <laughs> trust him like you'd be just sneaking about and he would just shout at the top of his lungs and the alien would just, xenomorph would just turn around like there he is <laughs> Mate, I, I could never play that you know i've only got like two fears in life and it's the alien from alien and bears like you've got lots of fears you look hamish Sock puppets. <laughs> <laughs> like but I heard it was really, like, interesting, like, the way that the alien would hunt you and stuff like that. It was actually pretty clever. Yeah. I spent, like, I know that alien fans have had a, a raw deal of it. <laughs> With, uh, was it Colonial Marines that came out and was fucking terrible? Was that where Epic took all that money and made... Yeah. It, wasn't, it was Gearbox, Gearbox took all the money and made Borderlands instead. Yeah, Borderlands too. Uh, yeah, so uh, do you know what? Alien Isolation might be a streaming one for me then, if he's a trick scare me. Oh shit. You're not going to get past like half an hour, mate. No, I'll, ru- I'll actually run away. <laughs> <laughs> Just a chair for the stream. <laughs> the Evil Within also came out that month. 
That's a good game. Play that. That's, that's like the the guy that first made Resident Evil. Yep. What's that? Uh, I heard it's pretty good. I heard it falls apart halfway through. Like, but still, still a solid horror. Yeah, one of the survival horror games where I think I, I didn't play much of it. I think Gareth played through it and was telling me about it. But it's one of those ones where if you get caught, you're fucked. Basically, like you, you feel pretty helpless. Is that right, Dom? Or yeah, can you actually it, fight back? You can fight back, but it's the point where everyone's kind of OP, and you don't get your you don't become quite OP until like near end game, which you right. kind of want in a horror game. You don't want to be overpowered in any because that takes away from the horror aspect. And then, yeah, what you I think, feel helpless. Yeah, and I think this gen especially um, had a lot of decent horror games, like you know, on console, on PC, like everywhere, because like Amnesia was out and Outlast, Outlast, yeah, all these sort of ones came out that that told, you know, like, uh, yeah, the majority of them were just jump scares, but there was other ones that told really good stories, creepy stories. Dom, you can take this next game pretty much on your own. Bayonetta two, ah, Bayonetta two. Uh, Wii U exclusive, Nintendo funded fucking I was going to call her a hussy, but she's not a hussy She's a witch <laughs> uh, It was like the first time I've seen Nintendo pay for scantily clad women in a game <laughs> But uh, yeah, like uh, Bayonetta 2 was, again, I think I said when we were talking about the Wii U, it was the, one, the main reason why uh, I bought a Wii U because I heard that got announced for it because I really yeah. enjoyed Bayonetta um, I had it thankfully on the 360, not on the PS3, because there was so many, excuse me, so many issues they had with the PS3, which they're like, yeah. ah, we're not fixing it, fuckies. Um, yeah, that was that was so weird. Like the PS3 was so much better technically, but just could not run games properly. Yeah, um, but Bayonetta Two was good, wasn't it? Like it was actually generally it kind of it, it was well received. It was uh, kind of on the same. Like basically, it took it was a sequel to the first one like a couple of months later it wasn't like a, oh it's many years later it was like nah it's Christmas time let's have let's have fun with it right. and it was more when, when do you think the third one will come out Dom? Uh, well Never. they announced it what they announced it 20 years ago aye 2017 um, and they have someone has come out and went look guys it's just in development we're not comfortable releasing anything at the moment and when it comes to platinum I'm like oh okay but um, is it going to go on to the next year of uh, was it when that no no it's 2017 I need to talk about that but um, yeah it will come out it will just be hopefully just taking its time and to be yeah. good and to be fair um, they've, they released BO1 and 2 on the Switch and if you've not played it I'd highly suggest playing it because it's a lot of fun yeah that is a game that I've been told is very good to you the know, point game to that's the... on the pile to the point that I am every time on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's your Titanfall, Dom. I basically, <laughs> um, I did buy it again on Steam just so I had it, like you know, just so I didn't need to move away from my PC to play it and Let's see having it running. It was the Vanquish special here that you were talking about. Yeah, so I got that on the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, and see playing Vanquish on sixty frames as well. And holy shit, holy that fuck. game! That game's really fun, man. That yeah. game is a lot of fun. But uh, 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 but yeah, but Bale Two was my reason, sole reason to keep my Wii U. Uh, clean and not dust covered in dust <laughs> okay uh, Call of Duty Kevin Spacey was out that year um, uh, Advanced Warfare yeah actually it was the first Call of Duty I played this gen I actually really liked the the campaign yeah. but... Did you, do you remember F Respect mate <laughs> 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 fucking hell like 
Do you know what? Do you know what got me though? It was I was like, I could have been playing Titanfall. <laughs> like that, honestly, that's how I felt. I was like, this game is trying to be Titanfall without being Titanfall, without the Titans, obviously, because they'd yeah, seen the long running and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, but they just didn't know how to do it as good as Respawn. Like, mm. so it was it was very average. This was this was like the period of uh, Call of Duty where things were just ticking along, not really doing it in great. But I didn't put a lot of time in it. I'm sure you and Jason and Gareth put a bit of time in the multiplayer, Hamish. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did play. Uh, I played through the campaign, and we did play some of the multiplayer, just because that's kind of what you do when a new COD is out, you know what I mean? You always give it a shot, but yeah. Um, I just felt like they were trying to be innovative with the long running, but very rarely, even in the multiplayer, you'd see people using it or anything like that. People just ran about like it was a regular Call of Duty. I don't think that it was very well received at all, even by hardcore Call of Duty fans or anything like that, so... Right, guys, I can confirm the day I bought my Xbox One. It was... It was November... The... I had it. Sorry, November the 11th, 2014, because Assassin's Creed Unity and Halo of the Master Chief Collection came out that day. That's the day I bought it. Um, So, Assassin's Creed Unity and Rogue came out in the same day. One was a PS3... Xbox 360 exclusive at the time and Unity came out and was a disaster uh, on every console. That was the game um, that they had like the eyeballs and teeth. Yeah, I, I've, I've been watching Digital Foundry and they did a video about it and they've done back compat on the new consoles mm-hmm. with Assassin's Creed Unity. Right, if you guys are going to start slagging off Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed games that I'm fond of, then I'm going to spark another weekend, alright? <laughs> a weekend? Jesus, yeah, Hamish, that's a big-ass can. Aye, I'm used to holding things like this, you know, so... <laughs> did, did any of you play Rogue of Unity? I haven't. Eh, uh, I played a bit of Rogue, aye. I, I think I tried Unity, but I didn't like it. Okay, we'll skip by them that quick, then. Um, Halo the Master Chief Collection. I'm sure we've spoke about this before, Hamish. Was it me and you that was trying to play it? Don, were you involved? And we tried to play it and you couldn't get onto the servers for life nor money no it was the worst it was honest like the the single player shit was amazing see the halo 2 uh remaster or remake they did mm. was was phenomenal it's great like it was honestly amazing um having all of the games there available to play anytime i want was great but the whole reason i bought it was to play online <laughs> like, and you just couldn't do it i didn't Maybe like I, I didn't like the fact that when uh, you were playing through uh, Halo 1 and 2 the anniversaries when you were trying to get your achievements for it would always take you to the Halo channel yeah that's kind of weird they were trying to they were trying to feed you into all these other like apps and stuff like that and they would always crash uh, your Xbox <laughs> yeah well supposedly I've read about this since and uh, 343 Industries was too ambitious oh, yeah. they were trying to take four games that were on different consoles try to put them on this new console on the one ecosystem and it just didn't work out and see now it's it's a, it's a much better collection now you've got odst on there and i think reach as well yeah now like and multiplayer works like i don't know why we don't play it but maybe maybe someone will uh, play it on uh, a twitch channel soon maybe uh we mouse and keyboard maybe uh, uh, i just feel I like it's not it, you I, I left it <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hope you're better than you are at college 
Um, hey, oh, Dom is, oh, right, that's fine. Yeah, right. Dom. Uh, I just, I feel like okay. it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths because of the, how botched the start of it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even when we found out that it was kind of up and running, we were like, yeah, well, I'm playing this now. They had their chance. Yeah, for, yeah, we weren't interested in going back to it. But it's, it was a ma- like a massive disappointment because I got Unity and that, two games that didn't work, <laughs> like with my Xbox One. It was a it was a very disappointing start to that uh, generation. Uh, so moving on for there, we've got Sonic Boom: Rise of Lyric Dom. Oh fucking hell, man! Who's you know that was out the same day as Halo Master Chief Collection, <laughs> and and Unity. So like, so three games that didn't work at all. Yeah, because again, like that was like a Wii U exclusive as well, wasn't it? And yeah, it was. And it was uh, a deal that Sega sort of done with it, but they were rushing it out just in time for Christmas, and I had no time in the oven. It was fucked from the get go, to the point where like, the cutscenes still had like gaps, uh, uh, like black screen gaps where they were doing editing. I thought it was really bad, man. It was a bad. It was a terribly made game. Yeah. Right, guys, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition came out at the end of twenty fourteen. Any of you got a chance to play that? Yeah, for too long. My game's cool. so big, man. I, like, it's, it's just those, the Bioware games, man. Like, same with Mass Effect Andromeda. It's just too fucking massive. There's too much stuff to do. Like, which is good, obviously, if, you know, you're getting a lot for your money. But at the same time, I'd rather they just streamlined it. Because I'm... I mean, obviously not everyone's like this. You'll get plenty of people that'll just play through, pick and choose the parts that they want. But I'm always a completionist with games. I like to see everything. And I'll do all the side quests before I need to do the, the advance and, and the mission, you know? Like... So, I'm the same, that puts me off playing games because I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to have to put 150 hours into this to see it. <laughs> but, I get proper, proper burnout and I, I'm quite far in it, I think, but it's just, I've, I stopped playing it and I've just never bothered to go back because I'm just like, yeah. Uh, Far Cry 4 also came out the same day. Uh, this was like a, this is the first next gen Far Cry. Uh, Far Cry 3 was a huge fucking success. Far Cry 4 tried to copy the same idea. They had like a really extravagant villain, like eccentric villain. Um, it was set on like this cool island. Like it was, it was pretty good. But it was, also it was a- no three. I mean, it, it was. Yeah. It was another Far Cry game. It definitely wasn't any three. Um, there was quite a cool wee thing at the start, though. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you guys, but basically, what's his name? Pagan Men or something like that. You go and you're speaking to him and. You're basically saying, oh, I'm here at this island to scatter my mum's ashes. Mm. Uh, and that's like kind of your... Your... Your goal. Goal. But then obviously you start picking up all these other quests. But you're sitting at a table with him and he's like, oh, see, if you just give me 10 minutes, I'll be back. And then we can take a helicopter and I'll fly above the island and we can do it from there. So he fucks off and then that's when it, the game tells you, like, left stick to move and stuff like that. So you get up and you go and you, you find your way. But see if you actually just wait there for like 10, 15 minutes just doing nothing, he does actually come back and he's like, alright, sorry about that, anyway, let's go. And then you go outside, you go in a helicopter and then the credits roll. So you can actually like, complete that game in like 20 minutes. I do remember like uh, someone from one, That's of the weird, pod- yeah, one of the podcasts uh, that I listened to that he used to test the um, Far Cry games and that, and everyone that was testing that game in particular said that they, so many of the devs were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, these games keep um, basically run, rolling the credits and we have no idea why. Because they all just left the meadow and walked away and had like 
like a drink or something like that, came back and the credits are rolling, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Before they were turned off and told, yeah, uh, this is the reason why, like, oh, that makes sense. Then we all started panicking, thinking it was a, it was a big error. A g- game ending glitch in it. <laughs> the last game we're going to talk about in 2014 is GTA 5 Online. What is that a separate fuck? game than GTA 5, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's considered separate. Yeah, what a fucking uh, disaster that was when it first came out. Holy shit. Yeah, and how have they turned that around and turned it into a fucking a billion, billion, dollar, dollar, uh, <sighs> billion dollar idea? I played a good bit of GTA Online with some friends from work, and it was pretty good. It was, I say pretty good, I don't, you know me, I don't like playing with people, I hate yous, but... Uh, <laughs> It was like immersive, kind of like GTA Five, like a super open world. Like I know they've updated it a million times, and it makes it fucking hundreds of millions of pounds. But I'll probably never load it up ever again. <laughs> like I'm done with it. It's one of those games I go back to every now and again. Like just take a, just because they do keep adding stuff to it, so you do get the notion of like, oh, I'll, I'll go see what the new stuff is like and. You know, it's fun, but it's certainly one of those games that you want to play with other people that you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, my experience with it as well is like after they fixed the online issues, uh, it was great just to just drive about with your friends, go on doing the uh, raids, and like you know, it's it was just you know just fun. Just even like there's people that do like the role playing now on the games, which is insane that people have their like, GTA life. Where they're like, oh, I'm going to just go and be a banker for a day, and yeah, it's, it's wild. And they have their own characters, and oh, it's wild. Good for them, but yeah, and we'll see it forever now on the next gen consoles as well. Right, I'm going to run down some major events that happened in 2014. Uh, nothing too crazy. Um, Microsoft bought Gears of War from Epic in 2014, which is what they were doing that year. They were just buying franchises, not studios. Which is probably a good idea, to be honest. Um, the developers that made the Bioshock series was shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sony announced Project Morpheus, which was the ER um, prototype. Yep. In 2014, that took a while for that to come. Mm. Uh, Oculus was bought by Facebook for $2 billion, which was, I kind of remember that. That was a bit crazy at the time because you're like, why would Facebook buy Oculus? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Nintendo discontinued the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection for Wii and DS. They are quick with that, aren't they? They yeah. are very quick. Nintendo, uh, are, uh, Nintendo are quite bad at doing anything with like internet. They're very scared of it, which is so strange. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Nintendo just scary place. A lot of scary things on the internet. That's true. Then you just know who Mythic are. They made uh, Dragon Age Two. I don't know. Dragon is terrible, man. It's awful. That's why EA shut them down, probably. Mm. Nordic Games acquired THQ, which is what, like, how many games have you seen come out saying THQ Nordic now? So many of them. Uh, EA shuts down more than 50 multiplayer games. Nice. (laughs) Nice. No, you can't have friends. No, like, uh, EA Access was released in 2014 as well. That's pretty good, man. I, I like EA Access. I'm glad it's going to be part of the, the Game Pass subscription as well. But Yeah, saves you money. Mm-hmm. A- Amazon bought Twitch for $970 million that year. Yep, Justin TV came a long way, man. 
that's yep. wild 970 million back then i didn't think obviously since we've been streaming i'd know a lot more about twitch now on our channel twitch.tv slash patches and gaming um, <laughs> but beforehand i wasn't really i don't know it just didn't seem like a big deal to me but obviously it was it was 970 million yeah uh that it was it seemed like i don't know how much it's worth now if it bought for 970 million then and it's just grown massively but uh, microsoft also bought minecraft that year for two and a half billion that was Fucking a big, hell. That was a big deal. Like Minecraft's like number one selling game like of all time. Mm -hmm. And that's been across multiple generate that's multiple gen consoles from like PlayStation 3 all the way up to mobile, Steam, VR, fucking everything. It's wild. That, that's phones as well, phones, tablets, yeah. like uh iOS, everything. everything that's wild. Well, that was twenty fourteen, guys. What what age were we in twenty fourteen? Ah, don't remind us. I think I was twenty six. Twenty seven, uh, twenty seven, twenty. Oh, the good old days, boys. The good old days. Still our lads back then, mate. Only yeah. me. <laughs> oh, maybe. You know, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen hit us like a <laughs> fucking brick, didn't it? Twenty fifteen <laughs> hit us fucking hard. Uh, and then every year after, the brick just got bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, uh, 2015, guys. What do you remember about 2015? Hamish, I'm looking at you because one of your favourite games was released this year. Ah, uh, 2015? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm terrible at remembering when games came out and stuff like that. I just remember if I played them or not. It's your favourite game. Surely, the, is it really The Witcher 3? Was out? Yeah, The Witcher 3 was out in 2015, man. Oh, God, I'm old as fuck. Uh, <laughs> one, of my, one of my favourite games came out um, in this year as well. No one cares, Tom, right? We're talking about Witcher 3. <laughs> Is it Bloodborne? It wasn't Bloodborne, but thanks for that, Hamish. <laughs> Sorry, you know I like my Witcher 3, but... What was it, Tom? It was uh, Bar uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, so it was, yeah. yeah. This, this was when this generation actually started to kind of... Feel next gen. Flow a lot, but yeah, you used to... Every month, you probably had more and more titles that like you would feel was just made for your ps4 your xbox one yeah uh so witcher 3 was out this year i've still to play it hamish i'm gonna wait and play it on the new updated xbox series x version uh That's ridiculous mate i kind of believe you've not played it do you know what? it's it's that whole dragon age inquisition thing like it's so long uh, it's a big game like, and I'm playing um, Yakuza 0 right now, and it's about 60 hours, and I'm about 15 hours in. I'm like, God, I've played this for so long, and I'm only, <laughs> like, a fifth of the way in. But yeah, uh, Witcher 3, probably the standout game of the generation, you'd say. Oh, definitely. Like, uh, like it, yeah. it turned um, CD Projekt Red into probably the, one of the top AAA studios. Turned a Witcher into one of the biggest properties in the world. Man, I got Netflix TV, TV series and stuff, man. Yeah. So, Hamish, did you play it when it came out, or did you wait? Uh, I played it when it came out, yeah. Uh, that was one game that I was, like, pre-ordered, and uh, counting down the fucking days. Like, <laughs> and uh, I think I was, like, I think I was working on the day it came out, or... Because uh, I, I think I remember, like... I was working at, say, I think it was 9 o'clock or something like that. I got up at like 6 a.m. to 
play it and stuff like that, like just to get some time in before I had to go to work. I was so excited, man, and it fucking paid off. Loved it. Yeah, that was one of them things. I hate pitch. I didn't hear what he said. You, I know, bitch. but Dom's recording, so that's going to be over your voice here. This one of them times where the hype paid off, Hamish. Oh yeah, definitely. And let's let's hope history repeats itself with Cyberpunk. But I know it's it's going to be one of those things where like Cyberpunk's got so much riding on it now that like. Uh, but that's that future talk here. We're that's future stuff. We'll go back like, to the past. We were happy. On from right. Hamish's second favorite game to Hamish's first favorite game, Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse yeah. came out in 2015. Don. Wow. How this game is a. Yeah, uh, January, um, no, February 2015. It was pretty good. It was just Dragon Ball. I don't really know what else to say about it. <laughs> well, wh which is it, Hugh? Was it pretty good or was it Dragon Ball? Because Dragon Ball Z is never good. You know oh, what, Hamish? I'm not know. listening to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was all right. Uh, Jason, stop I, it. <laughs> I've played so many Dragon Ball games that they all kind of fade into one now. Um, well, I would say, like, you know my, oh, sorry, uh, with sorry, my, my personal experience with uh, Xenoverse, that the story was like fan fiction. It was cringe fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, cringe voice acting from the English side, especially. Um, fun customization you had for your character. You could basically make yourself as like a Saiyan and stuff. And I liked the fact when you could make a, a freezer character, they're just like freezer race. Because they still hadn't came up with like a a name a name for it. Do you know what's you know what's mental? Who? Why would you go a human? Like Hamish, you know Dragon Ball generally, right? You could either go a Saiyan, which is like super powerful, turns into all these different transformations. Mm. A human, fuck them, uh, and two other races which aren't like a couple other races that aren't as powerful. The Green Man or the I guy, with the horny guy. Everyone, yeah, no, I have I have played a couple of Dragon Ball games just to so that I can give an honest opinion of how terrible they are uh, and I've, I've always wondered that in like the in the character customization it's like who would pick a human why would you do that it's just it seems like putting yourself at a disadvantage obviously they probably balance it but it just seems so stupid like hmm. yeah it, it all came for dragon ball online which was like an mmo that came that, that shut down a couple of years before it was it was okay xenoverse 2 came out in was better in every single way and they're still going to this day actually yeah they still got updates uh, to that going. one of the biggest failures of the ps4 came out in 2015 and it's called the order 1866 1886 oh, i never yeah. played that but i remember like it got quite a lot of hype and a lot of people really enjoyed it yeah. again it was a it was a game just to show off graphics pretty much the gameplay was not that great there was like oh, werewolves and the werewolves would do like the one animation or the one like set of moves like they did charge you run away charge and like it was very boring like oh, and it was really? only about six hours long as well like but it looked really nice yeah uh we'll never see a sequel to it because it did not cost a shitload of money critically planned and cost a lot of money yeah yeah mm. uh, right uh if, if dom did you play it or no, I didn't play it. I I looked at it and was like, that kind of looks like shit. And then, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was popular. I thought I remember, maybe I just. It looked and people were like, like, oh my god, this. Is, yeah, a lot of people were thinking because it looked stunning. That was yeah. like, that was the reason. But when I seen gameplay, I was like, well, that looks rotten. 
Like didn't look yeah. like it would play well. You could tell like even if something looks again, we've talked about this like loads of times before about you can have the best looking game in the world, but if it plays like shit, it's gonna be shit. Yeah. yeah that's it. It's just that's the end of it. If it looks like it's gonna play like shit, you're not gonna to touch it with a ten foot pole. It should have been a launch title. Oh, yeah. Put it that way. Oh yeah. Uh Hamish, Ori in the Blind Forest came out to a fifteen. Oh great big game, man. It's just dead fun, like a dead beautiful game as well. Like yeah. Simplistic, obviously, because it's like 2D, but it's just beautiful as well. Great art style. Really fun wee platformer, yeah. Yeah, get, uh, one of the very few Microsoft exclusives of the time. Like, I think it was one of that and Killer Instinct and Halo, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I think that's all uh, they had. And Gears. And Gears. Uh, Gears as well, sorry, I forgot about Gears. God's sake, you. Uh, well, I, I don't know, I, I wasn't playing Gears at the time. <laughs> um... Life is Strange came out in 2015, Dom. Do you remember Life is Strange? Do you, I do, do you play it? Uh, Hamish didn't play it. I know Hamish didn't play it because it was a game. I did play it. And it's did not you? Oh, fuck so, you, Hamish. So, like, with this gen, <laughs> with this gen as well, um, like, we haven't really touched on, because we kind of touched on it quickly with the um, Telltale games. So, like, this Life is Strange came out episodically as well. If I don't know if yeah. you remember that. Yeah, did, you, did you play it when it first came out, or did you play it like when it was all completed? No, I waited. I waited until it all came out. So, yeah, uh, like, it was... I'm sure it was, like, a good month, and I think it was, like, a month or two between a lot of them. So when you had, like, the cliffhangers for them, it was, like, really, fuck, I want to know what happens next. Um, yeah. My experience for it is, like, I did enjoy it. Um, I don't know if it was just because I was burnt out from it, from just waiting for so long, just try to read up what was going to happen today and be like, huh, that's the ending? Okay, but I've not played it in years, so see if I maybe replay it. I may have a better experience with it. But I can remember I felt near the end, I was like, oh, I'm, I think it was more impatient because you were like, I just want to finish this game, you know. Rather so, do you think it would be better playing it all, like when it's all released together rather I, than at, like one at a time? Yeah, I'd think it, I think it would, uh, but I yeah. don't know, it's just me because it's just me trying to remember like most of the stuff that happened for it yeah but i can only just sort of like go back to like oh man i hated i had to wait because it was a cliffhanger and i'm like fuck you know mate i played it all in the one go pretty much <laughs> it was really good like, i enjoyed like the oh, it was a, a very calm game a, a lot of the time game. absolutely but like, then oh. it built up tension really really well yeah and it's later ep- uh later episodes there was some weird like levels in it uh i don't know if you remember dom like the the dreamscapes in the last episode like that was kind of weird and you had to like stealth your way around stuff but like a lot of it was like that's what i would say so i'm going to pick that answer yeah mm-hmm. like um and the, the story was really nice it's got that kind of i don't know if you know this feeling like but like the american northwest like a lot of fucking like autumn time a lot of like the uh, like oregon and washington yeah. well, it's set in oregon isn't look. it yeah, like it's really cool. It's really like played back. I'd play it. Yeah, I'd play it after I'd play like a first person shooter or something, like that, and you kind of you'd wind down playing it. There's not a lot of like reaction cutscenes or whatever. Like it's just story based. Um, but there is like a big differences in the decisions you make. Like yeah. so, if you if you're a cunt, you get well different reactions than people. If you're nice, I know that's a very simplistic way of looking at it, but. There's, <laughs> I really liked them, and like, like the story of best games, like the episodic ones, Telltale and Life is Strange, really, like they came into their own in this generation. 
Like, mm. um, all I'll say is though, if you think we thought life was strange in 2015, we should have seen 2020. Fuck. Mate, I know. I know. I want to play like every one of the Life is Strange and the Don't Nod games. Like, tell me why. Like, they're all fucking really good. Yeah. Again, like it was a, a nice, uh, a great art style, fantastic voice acting as well. Yeah, it was excellent. Like, yeah. It was excellent. Good soundtracks. Oh, oh, fucking lovely music for that game as well. Yeah. Um, the dreamscape um, aspect of it as well, rewinding time, uh, different choice. Yeah, I went about it, man. It was great. It was great. I, like I, I really did. I, really I really think I should replay it again. Have you played um, Before the Storm? Uh, no, I, like, do you know what? I think Angie was telling me about that. Um, no, uh, mate, that's that's excellent. That is a really, really good game. You should play it. You should stream it as well. Now watch. <laughs> um, uh, right, I'll give you a choice, guys. Mario Party Ten or Bloodborne? What would you rather talk about? Bloodborne. Mario Party Ten, mate. Oh shit! <laughs> Mario there's not Party much 10 to talk about. Like, yeah, there's not much to talk about Mario Party Ten. Just, but uh, if uh, the choice of the games. I mean, it depends. If, you, if you've got panels around, then you're not going to be like, oh, let's take turns playing Bloodborne. You'll be like, let's play Mario Party. <laughs> but out what? of the games, which one's better? Bloodborne. Mario Party 10 was a bad Mario Party. Like, that whole, like, Mario sit- Party, mate. That whole sitting in the car, the whole, like, no one was against each other. We're all against that one Bowser character. It just, it wasn't great. It was very bad. Um, Bloodborne, I haven't played, Tom, because I told you I haven't played a Souls game. I can remember I've told a few people about this. <coughs> Excuse me. I've told a few, a few people about this. If they preferred Demon Souls over Dark Souls, they would really enjoy um, Bloodborne because it feels more like Demon Souls, but you can dodge and it's a lot smoother, which I think that's why I really enjoyed it because previously I was like, I've watched Kev play it, and I was like, how the fuck is he playing it with these jank-ass controls? I get so frustrated, like, uh, how am I supposed to move out the way? Like, I, I need to have, like, again, I like my, I like uh, Bayonetta, and that has, like, a rhythmic to it. I'm really good with, like, rhythmic games. So, like, with dodging and that, I'm like, I, I need to feel the timing, where I feel like the older sort of Souls games can be a bit tricky. I would say Demon's Souls, Dark Souls 1 and 2. 3 kind of takes the, the gameplay from uh, Bloodborne. And helps that a wee bit and imp- implements it a wee bit better. I love the uh, Yarm, which is the setting for uh, Bloodborne. It's yeah, like, it's like a London type yeah, uh, aesthetic in it. It's oh, it's so so much fun as well. And you can the side characters all like yelling at you and uh, the English rawr, rawr, and you're like, oh fuck, come to get me. Then the the, the kills oh, again just. A really good game. Yeah, and I was expecting like a at least a Bloodborne. I talk about Bloodborne too, but they're it's making it. that Elden Ring, aren't they? That's what people thought. Yeah, was going to be Bloodborne too, but Sekiro died just... twice as well. They thought there was going to be a Bloodborne too as well. Um, yeah, but, but yeah. they just don't want to make it. <laughs> no, I don't blame them because it's like how how can you you know it's a highly rated game as well, and you need to with these things are uh, you take your time with them. And especially yeah, like, if it's going to be a, an exclusive to a console as well. Exclusivity, sorry. Did you finish Bloodborne, Dom? Um, did I finish it? No. Mm. <laughs> I wish I could, no? man. No, I was I was like, uh, no, this is like my crutch of a game. Like, I can't seem to get a rhythmic going of it. Like, I enjoyed it. 
really got like you know really enjoy the games and I get to a point where I just get a brick wall and I'm mm. quite a determined person when it comes to games. I'll like you know you know keep going and going but Bloodborne just keeps kicking my ass. Uh, any of these sort of games again that's why most of the time that I, um, I have played those games it's usually I'm backseat gaming with my brother who's a lot better at it than me but mm. I think it's more like I don't really I enjoy immersing myself in the game but I won't read up on the lore or anything and that's like the big part <laughs> when it comes to these games because if you know exactly what you're fighting you know exactly what their tells are then you can right, easily okay. so with me I'm like I don't know what this tell is but they're dead because you can be you know dodge fucking everything but if you don't know the tells of these enemies you're fucked yeah okay guys the next Mortal Kombat came out that year Mortal Kombat X or 10 or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um, I played that I really fucking like these new Mortal Kombat games <laughs> I like the way the stories set out like you play every single character and you go through the story and it's like I think it was 9 Dom that we played through when it first came out yeah and it got me really into it like this and Injustice they're two fighting games that I want to play for the story yeah like it's crazy and they've got really good downloadable characters as well Nine had such a great story of like basically soft resetting the Mortal Kombat universe um, with the he must win callback he must win and everyone and I can remember just Mortal Kombat X just everyone turned around I cheers for that Raiden you fucking idiot you've made it everything a lot worse he must win could you not have said something just do this hey, <laughs> you know l- let him step on uh, earth or whatever it was let him let him in <laughs> yeah. I, like Mortal Kombat games are really really good I like I actually like Mortal Kombat better than I like Street Fighter now oh, that's not hard man like Mortal Kombat <laughs> Mortal Kombat have done such a good job where Street Fighter and Capcom have just fucked it up the last couple of times uh, I've not played 11 yet. I'm going to wait until the next, like the Xbox Series X version comes out. But 10 was definitely a strong, strong game. Mm. Like, uh, I don't play a lot of fighting games, but that was definitely when I uh, played as soon as it came on. I think it was Game Pass it came on. Did it come Hamish, on did it come on Game Pass? I'm sure it did. Hamish, did you yeah, buy it? And then it, it came on Game yeah. Pass? Uh, yes, it's one of those ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <bastard. laughs> Yeah, so Mortal Kombat X, we all we all like that game. Tom, talk about Arkham Knight. More like Arkham Shite. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this was the proper sequel to Rocksteady's uh, Arkham trilogy, I'd say, because they tried to say Arkham Origins is part of it, but it wasn't really Rocksteady. It wasn't the, part uh, of the collection. <clears throat> Aye, for good reason, because it's fucking buggy as shit. So... Not to say that Arkham Knight didn't have any of its controversies when that came out. That was breaking PCs for it as well. It was like Rocksteady came out and went, Yeah, we're not fixing it. It was really shit on the PC community. We don't care about your PC people. Yeah, it's (laughs) fucking. It was really, it was really shit, but uh, I enjoyed playing that game. Uh, Loved the story. Uh, The gameplay itself wasn't too different from City, and I loved City's gameplay. Um, But this was one of the games. A lot like uh, Shadow of Mordor felt like a next gen game. This is a this is what next gen is. You couldn't have that rain in the Arkham uh, layout like this. Batman always like you know Batman was badass in this game. 
voice acting was phenomenal in the game as well. Um, only disappointing uh, moment was uh, Deadshot and maybe the Riddler. Aye, Riddler wasn't very good, but that's just my opinions from it. Um, because everything else, like story-wise, was a lot of fun with um, how the you know Arkham the Arkham Knight and who the Arkham Knight was, and everyone's like. Yeah, we know who it is. We're not fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, like we've all barely read the comics. You know what yeah. I mean? We've seen we've seen DC animated universe, so we know who it's going to be. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, it was like it's like uh but yeah, <clears throat> um, fun fun game. Uh, worth a play through if anyone's not played it. Uh, and it's also nice to see, um, with um, the VR sort of Arkham as well that it has like a play. It's a prelude to what what happens in Arkham Knight. Which is a lot of fun too. Yeah, um, I've not played Arkham Knight. I played City and I played um, Asylum. I, I don't know why. I, I think I, I got sick of the Batman combat because it was it turned into every single game. Yeah, it was a WB was, game, man. It's the same, like yeah. unfortunately with Shadow and Mortal. That's why I was like, it was quite. That's why I put them both together because it was like, it felt like next gen, but. If you you hundred percented Shadow of Mordor, going straight into like Batman, like a, what a year and a bit later, you'd be like, "Fuck, man, I already played this game." Sure, yeah, sure it's Batman. It's exact same. Yeah, sure it's Batman. Yeah, it's a completely uh, different universe, obviously, but yeah, uh, the the game at its core felt just the same thing, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say it's well, if you've not played it, man, uh, it's worth a bash. Okay, okay. Uh, Batman's finished. Did you any use play it until dawn? I did. Yeah. Until Dawn's the kind of story-based horror game. It's kind of like a slasher film. You make the decisions and see who gets killed. I've always said I was going to play it at Halloween, and I just never had time. And <laughs> Halloween came and went this year, and I watched Dawn play um, Left 4 Dead. Yep. Uh, was is that really your excuse, you? Yeah, it's, yeah. You didn't have the time. Yeah, yeah. So time, uh, time is mostly my issue. I can't. I can't mm. believe it's been five years since that game came out as well. I yeah, love it, that game. Uh, I mean, even the point the uh, Dead by Daylight have got a. It definitely seems like they've got someone from uh, Until Dawn in as their next uh, monster, which is awesome. Uh, I don't want to say who it is because if you've not played it, it kind of makes my game yeah, a bit. It's fucking, oh my god, I can't wait for it. It'll be so sweet. And yeah. Uh, but that's a, a visually. Uh, like, that was a really interesting game visually. For it because like I didn't expect the budget to be so high with the face animations. Like, yeah, yeah. it looked really good, man. Yeah, uh, and especially the controls were just like you know you're just kind of walking and going to set pieces and but the thing is though depending on how fast you go the game sort of pushes you in that direction but it doesn't basically hold your hand. There's like a scene that I can always remember when you get out of the bath and you're just uh, you're the main I think it's Chloe her name is and uh, she's wearing mm. a towel and she's walking going like. Whereas everybody, she was just just walks along and uh, I think I was playing my group of us and I could hear Kev just go, what the fuck was that? <clears throat> and all you could see, it was uh, a guy just walking down the stairs, but you could see him just underneath the, like, the, the slates. You could just see him like, slowly walking and we were all like, what the fuck? Playing with Simon, he's like, oh, I've not seen that before. And I'm like, oh my God, no, turn this off. Let's give you a guess. <laughs> <laughs> because what I like about the game is like, during each parts, they always say, "What are you more afraid of? Who do you like more?" And they sort of play the game towards you rather than 
this is this is what the game will be like all the time. So each person coming in uh, will always have a different experience to the next person if they're playing. Honestly, they're not going. Oh, I'm not scared of bears, you know. Or <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, if they're who playing, would be, who would be scared of bears? Yeah. Mate? But, if you're playing, <laughs> if you're everyone, playing, everyone's scared of bears. If you're playing the game honestly, and you're like, yeah, this is, yeah, I'm, I don't like this. I like like this over this. You'll have a much better, more immersive experience, and that's why it's a really top rated game. Uh, love Peter again, Stormare. Yeah, fucking love the VR Until Dawn Russia Blood as well. That game's so much fun. Yeah, that is a lot of fun. I had the best time at Christmas, I think, <laughs> when the VR first came out. I was going to tell this story later, but I had my family members who don't play games play it, and they were like, I think I have videos of them, like, screaming. Like, <laughs> screaming. Cameron try it, and uh, she was properly like, <laughs> terrified. Like, she was screaming, and she was, like, trying to punch things and stuff. It was amazing. But, yeah, the, Until Dawn is a game that I really, like, I really need to make a list and, like, follow the list, but, like, I can't do that. <laughs> right. Metal Gear Solid 5 came out Great in 2015. Game. God, like, 2015 seems like, like, these games don't seem like they came out that long ago. Like, yeah. this, is this what it feels like to get older? Yeah. Like, things things don't seem old. I don't know. Yeah. But Metal Gear Solid 5, obviously Metal Gear Solid 5 too, because we know Ground Zero's come out. <laughs> <laughs> 2 point uh, This is Hideo Kojima's swan song with Konami. Yep. They took they took his name off the game and also cut like the last third out or something like that. Yep. Um, but it, they took it they took a, they took a lot of uh, Prolanthus, I think the 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 Beck's name is called like a pre metal a pre metal gear gear. I think it was fucking robots. Yeah. <laughs> does it does it not perfectly go in a circle? Like so, this is set pre metal gear. Yeah. Not metal gear solid, like metal gear. The original. And this leads this leads into metal gear, doesn't yep. it? Right. Um, there's a lot of base building in this game. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of like I've, I watched a lot of funny videos about this game because the 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 levels themselves are set up so you can do them in any way you want to. Yep. So there's like objectives, and then you get dropped into the open world, and it's saying like, right, kill this person, but you can do it in any way you want to. You can either mm-hmm. r- run in the front door and all guns blazing, or stealth your way in. Yeah. I saw a lot of ones where people were like, there was like blow up versions of Snake. Yeah. Like, and they'd put like six of them in a van and then let the van run into the, like the, the gates and then everyone would be like, huh, what is that noise? And run over. And then like they'd run behind them and kill everyone. But my favorite, my favorite part of like the decoys is see when you hit them, it says kept you waiting, huh? Which is like the first thing that Snake says (laughs) when it comes in from what the demo takes off the glass and kept you waiting, huh? But it's obviously Kiefer Sutherland. Who, by the way, in uh, the game, barely says anything. Barely says anything. It's a lot more exposition from, like, Ocelot and Miller, which is really strange. For, like, a game that's supposed to be focusing a lot on uh, Snake and, like, the whole build-up of um, Outer Heaven. It's very lackluster of, like, just Snake going... Alright, okay. Um, And then Quiet coming into play and everyone just staring at her. No one can see you. Though. I know no one can see you. <laughs> do you think that's because Konami didn't want to pay Kiefer Sutherland to I, do too much? I think it was because at the time, behind the scenes, uh, Hideo was uh, throwing too much money away on the fucking soundtrack. Way yeah. too much money. 
I mean, like, here's the thing: there is no good guy between Kojima and Konami. No. Like, I heard that Kojima's awful to work for. Like, he's one of them guys that sees himself as this like amazing auteur, but like the people that work for him are like ran into the ground work-wise because he, he demands a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like working but, uh, for you then. Sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, so it's like working with you then. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> I demand a lot. So, yeah, I me- demand satisfaction. I think it was a success for Konami. It was. It was definitely um, critically liked at the time. It was. Jason, why do you keep coming? Because <laughs> he's drinking. Right. I never played a great deal of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, but I found it quite strange the whole having a base and stuff like that. But I remember when you would uh, you could fight people and you could like basically capture them to to work in your base. You could fill and I was like a balloon that would just go sucked up, and I was like that was just so much fun. Did you, did you ever do it to <laughs> yeah. the animals for it as well? Maybe no, she, I didn't even know. Like she was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Hey guys, away from that super serious game to something a bit lighter, Super Mario Maker was released in 2015. Super Mario Maker was 2015? Oh. I mean, I, I put a lot of time into Super Mario Maker when it came out for the Wii U, because uh, I love Mario. Hamish, did you play this at all? No, you didn't. Uh, I, I played a wee bit at yours, maybe? But... Yeah, yeah, we didn't make any levels. Like, no. never, never made a level. I just found it uh, interesting that what people could do with oh, those yeah. games. It was so, Even, like, see all the people that used to make the games, like, on the internet and throw them up on their ROMs and that? Yeah. And then they've just, like, wait, Nintendo's given us a device that we can actually make real ones on. Then they would just basically port their ideas over. It was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love that game. I've still got Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's one of those games where, see, when you complete one of those very fucking hard five-star levels... I felt so good about myself. I was like, yes, that is an achievement. I'm putting that on my CV. Like, <laughs> Some of the levels were proper impressive, the things that people came up with, man, and the, the difficulty of them was just insane, man. But obviously, like, to publish a level, you need to finish it, don't you? So, like, oh, yeah. They, they you could, can, you can done, make it impossible. But... Yeah. You couldn't make it unbeatable. But, yeah, Super Mario Maker, we should do... I, I, I did a stream one time with just playing people's levels. Yeah, yeah there were some really good levels out there. Dom, do you remember um, that we've started several games on Twitch doing streams and we've never finished them? Yes, I remember, uh, especially on our channel, Twitch TV, <laughs> twitch.tv slash patches and gaming. One of them that I want to actually complete is Undertale, and that came out in 2015. It did indeed. And, and I've only just got into playing this <laughs> five hour long game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really, really like this game. Like, yeah. it's so fucking interesting. It's like charming. This... It's so charming and sweet, and it's got layers that you don't expect. It's one of those games that it's got a lot of love into it, and it's got a lot of references. It's got a lot of um, heart. It's got a lot of talent. And when you find out it's done by like two people, you're even like, what the fuck? How does that even make any sense? It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's the guy that developed it also did the the soundtrack, Toby Fox. Toby Fox. Yeah, it's so good. Like, I, like, I really like the battle system. It's really annoying sometimes, though. 
But it's really good. Hamish, did you watch us play at all? No, because you don't like us. Yeah, I did watch a wee bit. I think I was working at the time, but I, I had it on my phone. I was watching. Yeah. It's a really fun game. Um, it's, like, it's a good concept of like it changes the your sort of style, your Japanese style games, where it's like attack, defend, you know, use magic. It's swept it on its head, where it's just more of a like well, you can you don't need to kill anyone in this game, and that's an option. You can always talk to them, or you can always. Yeah, you know... I was. I was just about to say that was quite an interesting thing. Where if you were able to say the right things and yeah. you could Persuade be friendly to people and stuff like that, yeah, you could. You can get your way out of fighting, which is quite interesting. All the characters idea. are so uh, different and varied, and the humor on it is just—it feels very British as well. The humor, very tongue-in-cheek sort of. Yeah, one. it was based on Mister Bean a lot of the the humor. Ah. Yeah. So. Um, right. I'm only going to add this game in, guys, because I think it's funny. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Oh my god, why? <laughs> that game exists. <laughs> that was Activision trying to cash in on Tony Hawk when they thought they could just make a average to bad uh, <laughs> Average just no, purely on the name. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't great. No one liked it. We'll move on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, Uncharted Collection. I know we weren't really doing remasters a whole lot, but like this is the first time I played Uncharted. Exactly. I completed same as well. the first two. The first two. The first one's okay. I liked it. It it felt like a early PS3 game, which it was. The second one started off amazing and just kept that going all the way through. Like, and then I got kind of bored of that uh, style of game and didn't beat the third one. But the first two are amazing. Hamish, if you haven't played these, mate, I totally recommend them. You'd love them. They're honestly brilliant. I started playing the first one. I got the collection, you know, the Nathan Drake collection. Yeah, that's um, that's the one we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I did start playing through the first one, and I was really enjoying it. But I, I think I, something else came out, and I started playing that. But yeah, I can see why. You know, Dom's a big fan of them and stuff like that. They are enjoyable. Yeah. Again, I never had a PS3, so they were my first experience uh, playing them. I've always heard so much about them. Fucking can't rate them higher enough, man. Love it. Yep. Fucking top tier gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Back down to mid tier gaming. Halo 5 Guardians came oh. out in 2015, guys, right? Ruined my birthday that year. We all know <laughs> that I bought this game the day it came out. Came home from work at 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. Played it until midnight, completed it in six hours, and was like, I was like, I think I like it. <laughs> um, I, I just really wanted to like it. The the hype for this game was massive, and the, the marketing was really fucking good, but the thing was, the marketing had nothing to do with the story. Nope. Right, the marketing set up this epic battle between two Spartans, which turned into a 30-second cutscene. Yeah, it was quite misleading, over, wasn't it? Over a uh, over a misunderstanding. Yep. Um, I don't think we'll ever see the end of that story, because uh, three four three and Microsoft have just went fuck it. We'll start again. Which isn't but, the best idea to do, uh, but I mean, what can you do when you've kind of yeah you fucked up? Yeah. Like it looked it looked really nice at the time, but I watched a Digital Foundry video on it where they kind of broke it down. I think I referenced that fucking channel more than any other channel but uh, th they broke it down and they showed you how bloody it was like on the original xbox one um <laughs> it just wasn't very good was it like 
the cutscenes were amazing. The cutscenes looked great. That seemed to be where all of the effort went into, though. The, yeah. the levels were very bland. The story was super bland. And the multiplayer was Call of Duty with a Halo uh, skin on top. Yeah. Like, very forgettable. And Halo Infinite better be better than that. It so better it be didn't, good. The multiplayer, to me, didn't feel like a Halo game at all. It didn't feel like we were playing Halo. So... All that, my, my only real memory of it was you and me playing a few games not being that into it and also just when you were you were messaging our wee group chat and stuff like that and it's like after you'd finished it and i was like you just finished it it's only been six hours like how, <laughs> only, how have i just finished it <laughs> yeah like I, I didn't get it like i played it on normal i didn't i didn't change difficulty uh and i really really was excited for this game i know I think you know that way where like you want to defend something that you've bought and you're invested in. I just couldn't find the words to do it. I couldn't even lie. <laughs> I was like, "It's good." I think <laughs> so. Like, uh, the voice going up at the end there makes you think you know it's not so good. <laughs> yeah, and do you know what? Um, I haven't played it since. So Hugh, here's a little update for you. So in that Samson event that I attended, unfortunately I didn't go get any, uh, didn't go through any further because the game in question that they asked us to play was Halo Five Guardians. Oh, um, did you did you suck at it? So someone managed to get seventy five kills in ten minutes, and said that they weren't hacking for it. So the person had obviously, everyone checked his profile at the end of it, and we knew that, yeah, he, he was a Halo 5 player, and he cheated his way through. Um, right. Unfortunately, it was only the first two people went through, so I missed out by, like, one kill, which was kind of shit. But gameplay, still not very good. Very chunky, very pre-COD as well. So, and that was only a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> so I can just rest assured, it's still... Not it's still good. not good. Still has an active online though. Like a lot of people still play online, which I thought was crazy, and especially now finding out it was like five years old. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, that was the last Halo game I was excited for yeah. five years ago. Shit. Right on to something else that people were excited for, but turned out to be kind of mediocre. Fallout Four. <laughs> I like Fallout Four, man. I mean, I I like all Fallout games though, so. Uh, I personally didn't play Fallout 4 because I didn't want to. I get the reason as any, I suppose. Um, yeah, it just came out at a time when I was playing fucking Halo 5. <laughs> so with Halo, yeah. Halo um, with Fallout 4, that was my first Fallout game. That had, uh, an official one, like the other one I was playing was like New Vegas, which I was told was like, ah, it's not really a Fallout game, but then everyone you talk to about it go, uh, yeah, Vegas is a fucking phenomenal game. What you're talking about? Vegas is better than three and four. Yeah, but four. I've, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, four kind of. It was just bare bones from um, the get go. It was very lackluster, very plain from what I remember. But I did like the fact when you wrote your name in, they would say it back to you. That made me happy. It's like Mister. Yeah, Dominic. I was cool. I was like, yeah. oh, he knows my name. <laughs> but I just like that. Uh, like. There was a lot of customization in it with like building bases and stuff like that. It was yeah. quite cool. That was fun. Um, the see like the, I think what did they call them? Radiant quests or something like that. They called them. Yeah. Uh, basically, just uh, it would automatically generate them. Yeah. So it would just be like, oh, go and get 
X from Y. And I didn't even realize that it was it was doing this at first. So I was continuing doing these quests and I was like, man, this motherfucker's got so many quests for me. Like every time <laughs> I come back, he's got something else for me to do. When am I going to get to the end of this question? And then I was like, oh, wait, these are infinite. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been there until today. Like, oh, why, why, why is this guy still giving me shit to do? I've got, got to be near the end now, surely. It's been five years. <laughs> uh, so, are we fans of this game? Yeah, if, if you like the following game. Mid, I'm, I'm, mid in, I'm game. in the air, but I know people that really enjoy it, or the mods have really helped out with the game. They really have. But then, <clears throat> uh, Bethesda got through the ringer for that because they were charging people for mods and that, but that's a whole different story. That's another podcast story, Don. <laughs> Do you enjoy okay. it, Hamish, though, yeah? What's that? You enjoyed it, Hamish, yeah? Yeah, I really liked it, man. I mean, like like I say, it's, it's in essence, it's just another Fallout game. So if, I feel like if you like the Fallout games, then you will like it. Right, the next two games I was going to do was Rise of Tomb Raider and Star Wars Battlefront. Do you want to talk about them? You got a lot to say? Mm, Ain't to say? Maybe a bit about Battlefront. Not a lot, a bit about I'll say a bit. <clears throat> Do you know? Did any of you play the Tomb Raider games? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played them. Are they like Uncharted? Yeah, the newer ones are. Yeah, kind of. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Because I think we talked about that in the pod when they came out. You, I did, you, I did. you played. You played one at EGX. Yeah, you played a Tomb Raider game. Nah, I can't remember that. Image. I can't remember yesterday. I can't remember that. Uh, okay, guys. Another big series that's had a sequel in 2015 was Rise of the Tomb Raider. This was a timed exclusive for Xbox One at the beginning and then came out on PS4 a year later. This was pretty hyped at the time. The graphics were meant to be really good. This was a time when uh, the Xbox One S and the PS4 Pro were coming out. So mm. HDR, HDR was the big uh, add-on. 4K was kind of being talked about, but wasn't supported fully. HDR was the add-on. Did you just play it with HDR? Yeah, I was definitely one of the first HDR games I remember playing. Actually, um, I think it's one of the most impressive. Supposedly, yeah, yeah. I uh, know it did look good. As also because of the the setting of that, you know, you've got like dark tombs and you've got light areas and. Uh, yeah, you get your campfire and stuff like that. There was a lot of opportunities to really show off the nice graphics and stuff like that and the HDR. Uh, they're they're great games, the Tomb Raider games, but they they're just a bit samey. They're all just the same as the last one. You know what I mean? Like uh, kind of the Uncharted style third person shooter exploring type stuff. Nothing groundbreaking or. I mean, they're no, they're they are good, but it's just if you've played one, you know that it's it's obviously going to be the, a different story, but the exact same kind of. All right, okay. Mechanics uh, and things like that, and so you, I wouldn't suggest if you ever are going to play them, don't play them one after another because you'll get fed up of the actual kind of style of it, basically. Okay, moving on from that, the last game we're going to talk about in twenty fifteen is Star Wars Battlefront. Which I call Star Wars Disappointment. <laughs> did you I ever play it? I laughed at my own joke there. I did. I did play it a little bit. Uh, I played it on uh, EAX, I think. Right. But 
I was a huge fan of the original series of Star Wars Battlefront, so I had huge expectations. It just... It just disappointed me. Mm. Like, Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2 for the original Xbox, which I had it for, had so many maps, had so many different units you could go, had so much content in general, and it, it had like this cool Star Wars vibe, but this Battlefront felt like Battlefield with a Star Wars skin. I've said that a few times with different games, but there was very there was a very small amount of content. There was it was just it was quite controversial at the time I think is uh when they released it. They released it full price with like a season pass, but the season pass included maps that were like announced to be in the game when it was uh in development and stuff like yeah. that. Just again, EA Star Wars disappointment all rolled into the one thing again. <laughs> was it Dice that was doing this? On the Frostbite? Sorry? Was it Dice that was doing this Frostbite engine? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was EA's first Star Wars game. Yeah, on the franchise, the first first big one that they did. Yeah, it just I didn't like it. I think I was I was expecting something like the old series. Yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting that. Kev was expecting it. That's why he was so happy when he got the PS4. Like he was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to get into like you know what they used to be like the Battlefront games on the Xbox." And yeah, yeah, it was just. I think that was the main like problem that most people had with it they were expecting something that it wasn't which wasn't really their fault to be honest you know what i mean yeah, like, i don't yeah. think they yeah. particularly yeah. tried to kind of advertise it as exactly like the old ones you know what i mean but well i think it's more that people you... people didn't want to like they were, they were expecting to play a better game version of what they were expecting to play like what they played before but maybe just upscaled and a bit cleaner mm. a lot nicer to look at a lot tighter controls but then to be given a vanilla version of it that looks pretty, but it's missing a lot of the content out of it, I can see why a lot of them are quite frustrated and angry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't a fan. Uh, we'll leave it at that for Star Wars. <laughs> there's not much not much else to say. There's not a lot in the game. There's the, the one VR mission that was pretty cool. Yep, I enjoyed that. Uh, uh, that, was pretty, that was pretty fun. But that came out well after um, the game was out. So we'll move on to 2016, boys. Oh. You remember 2016? My no. answer's going to be the exact same every no. time you tell no. I don't remember last week. I'm not going to remember any right. time. Like, yeah. 2016 was quite a big year in gaming. A lot of changes were happening. We had new um, consoles. Pretty much. We had the midlife uh, ref- refresh of consoles. We had VR coming out. It was becoming more mainstream. We had the Oculus Rift. We had HTC Vive. Uh, we had the PlayStation VR come out that year. We also had the Xbox One S and the PS4 Slim and Pro. Mm-hmm. Slim, Slim was obviously just a, your bog standard PS4, but uh, nicer form. Yeah, nicer form factor. The PS4 Pro was like a, a slightly upgraded version of the PS4. Uh, which is what I've got uh, is the loudest fucking console in the whole world. <laughs> um, it is honestly, see if he's ever like um, come by my house after this whole fucking COVID thing. See if you play any game on it, it sounds like a helicopter. It's so fucking bad. I actually had an Xbox One S. I bought it from Dom where he used to work. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it had a white one. It was very nice. It was so much better than the original Xbox One. Uh, I had a, I had a small upgrade with the memory, I think, uh, and a little boost clock in the CPU. Yeah. So it could play games a little better than the original Xbox One. So for some reason that year I upgraded my consoles for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not get the 4E quite cheap as well? I think that was the reason Yeah, you did. I think, that, I think that was it. I also, I hated the form factor of the original Xbox One. I think it looked awful. Um, so The Xbox One S was very nice. So, a little story time for me with uh, my upgrade. Um, I'd been waiting for uh, a reason to get rid of my original Xbox because I didn't like it being chunky. I never used to connect. And there was a game that was coming out, and I was like, do you know what? If I get an S, I think that would make it run a lot faster for it. Um, in my work, uh, someone came in with a special edition Gears of War 4 bundle. So that's right. like, uh, with Gears of War 4 digitally, which I didn't get because it had already been used, but it was a 2 terabyte hard drive that I got with it. And a cool, nice. Gears, a cool uh, Gears controller. So I was like, right, awesome, I'll just take that. And I got it, like, you know. Got it, got it for a decent price for a special edition. Hmm. And I was like, oh man, I can't wait till I play Scalebound on this. Scalebound's going to look, Scalebound's gonna look Scalebound. so good on this game. On this game's console. <laughs> oh, Platinum have never let me down before. I can't wait for this. Microsoft <laughs> and Platinum together at last. Platinum are going through that weird time. Yeah. Uh, around the mid-2000s where they were making like a lot of licensed games. like uh, Transformers. And Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra, like a lot of very mediocre titles, so they could fund their individual IPs. Yeah. Where so they did let you down, Dom, massively. It's not even coming out for the Switch. No, no. Well, it's still that was a rumor. That was a rumor. rumor, but we don't know. I'm still holding out. I'm still holding out hope because the game kind of looked like it had something done for it. But we'll see what happens. But uh, I bought that Series X just for that reason. That was the main reason that I bought it. And to, when that finally <laughs> got cancelled, I was like, ah. But to be fair, it's a lot nicer. I'm looking at it right now because I use that to do most of the streams on twitch.tv slash patches and gaming. So anytime, <laughs> <laughs> anytime it's on the Xbox, um, it's right there. It's not loud at all. Um, again, I got the special edition with the bigger space, but uh, it just looks a lot nicer as well. I completely agree with you with that, human. Yeah, it's, it's a lot better. A better form factor. Okay, in 2016, two of the biggest gaming franchises celebrated their 20th anniversary. Can any of you guess who they are? So they were started in 1996, Hamish, if you're trying to count back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea. 1996? Uh, uh, so PlayStation era? Where PlayStation... Uh, not Tekken? No. No. Resident Evil? Resident Evil's one of them, Hamish. Well oh, done. Shit. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, nailed it. Fucking nailed <laughs> it. You're done. You need to get the other one. The other one's fucking probably the biggest ever gaming franchise. Minecraft? Dom. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, come on. Oh, of course. What? Pokemon. Pokemon was 94. No, Pokemon came out in 96 in Japan. I think it came out like 98 here, 99, something like that. But uh, yeah, they celebrated their 20th anniversary in 2016. Jesus. Make, make you feel a bit old, because I bought the first in the series of uh, both of those franchises. Yikes. 
um, game game trailers was shut down. You know, game trailers. Yeah. The website that was shut down. Um, I don't know. Sega bought Atlas, completed its acquisition of Atlas. Dom, you. That's true you know because that? this year, uh, twenty fifteen, is when Persona Five was finally released on the next gen consoles because they had to delay it a couple of years because of the transition between uh, Sega and Atlas. Yeah, it was twenty sixteen and. Pal Territory Storm, mm. God's sake. Oh, well, I know, like, yeah. 2015 that came out in Japan, though, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, it was Kev that was telling me this before I started playing it, because he's a huge Persona fan. He was like, it's coming out this, It's coming out 2015, and then it was, yeah, pushed back. Uh, in 2016 as well, um, Microsoft shut down production of the Xbox 360. Oh. Sad, sad to see him go. F's in the chat. Uh, they, also <laughs> shut, they also shut down Lionhead Studios. So, oh. no, no more fable from Big Pete. Big lies. <laughs> Big lies. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog celebrated its twenty fifth anniversary. There we are. That makes me feel no, really older. Younger. And uh, did they didn't release it? Did they do Sonic Generations then, or was that? Sonic Generations out at that time? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Let me check. Man. It probably was. No, because that I'm was a 360. Looking... That was no, that was 2011. Sorry, don't ask me. I thought that was a wee bit older. Because when you said 25th, I'm like, no, maybe Just it was the 20th. Make sure there's nothing else. Uh, Nintendo announced the the Switch in 2016. Oh shit! How how, how excited were we? Can anyone remember what the feeling was when you heard that click for the first time? The it was, it was like satisfying. Yeah. And <laughs> it the, was super satisfying. I can remember watching the the people hanging out with each other and saying like, "This is what was going to happen." And they were playing like Skyrim on it. They're like, "Oh man, check this out!" Um, <laughs> Skyrim. And, and then music. I can remember when they got up to the rooftop and all their pals were out there, and I'm like. She doesn't have that many friends. She's playing games. <laughs> she wouldn't have that many friends outside wanting to play Switch games with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the I think that's when they first showed off like the Mario concept because they didn't. No one knew it was going to be Odyssey. It wasn't going to be anything that was solid. So yeah, yeah, that, that it was, was exciting. Uh, it was exciting. It was an exciting time. Yeah, uh, that was the first year I went to EGX as well. Uh, with uh, Big Ross, who doesn't want to be part of the the group, because he's too <laughs> he's too busy. He's too busy these days with his, his family. Kids. Damn kids! Joking. Uh, <laughs> uh, where's the priorities? <laughs> where's the priorities? Uh, so, twenty sixteen was quite a big year in uh, this generation. You obviously had the refreshes, but you also had a lot of like. It was that big jump in the development of games. We had just like. Uh, the division came out there, like these these massive franchises that just want you online constantly. We were talking about Destiny mm. earlier. This was it, like everyone had had to have time to catch up to what Destiny was trying to do because that was the first one. Yeah, the division was the first attempt at at trying that again on a console. I bought this game, and I couldn't play it straight away. Do you remember the glitch that happened the first day? Uh, was it not somebody standing in the way stopping anyone getting by? Yep, it was. You had to log into a laptop, and there was just hundreds of people trying to log into this one laptop. It just didn't work. Uh, I gave up on that game really quick. I thought it was so boring. 
Like, I thought it was really fucking boring. I paid full price for it as well. I think I gave it to Ross. <laughs> the NUs get through to the vision, no? No, no. Um, I played whole... a small bit of it, not much. I played a wee bit of it when it came out for uh, Gold, I think it was, it came out, and then I was like, uh, but Division 2 had been out as well, so not many people were playing it online. Yeah, uh, the Division 1 still got a bit of a following online, but like the Division 2 is obviously taking over. Uh, we also got the Gears of War Ultimate Edition remake that year, uh, to coincide mm. with the... I think that's the... Is that not the, the version you've got with your Xbox One S, Dom? Uh, no, so it was uh, Gears Four, um, but if you right, bought uh, Gears, but if you bought Gears Four, you did get Gears uh, Definitive Edition for free, and right. the back catalogue of all the other Gears games once they come out. So that's Gears One, Two, Three, and Judgment. I think okay. that's right, the Bird one. Yeah, that like Judgment. Yeah, it was weird. Gears of War Ultimate was excellent. I bought that day one because I loved the first one. Uh, it was a it was a fun uh, remake and it was nice to see, you know, the mechanics of like even though I'm not a huge fan of Gears Four, the mechanics of Gears Four working well with Gears One as well. And uh, everyone just upscaled a lot, like Marcus not Marcus and Dom looking like humans instead of like oh and especially Cole. See if you ever play yeah, like the original yeah. Cole's face is like all triangled and all that. Oh, it's wild. As uh, weird the uh going back to that now is a bit strange it's just very bloody and, <laughs> and the frame rate dips constantly as well like, i didn't notice it at the time but it just did yeah definitely uh we've got the ufc 2 the sequel to the obviously ufc 1 it's that called, it's called Col- on the front colin, cover is that one Col- <laughs> he beat colin, me Mc- <laughs> colin mcgregor colin mcgregor's on the front mate uh, again same as before good game solid still hunters glitches though <laughs> so many t-posting <laughs> Yeah, uh, this was the year of VR, guys, and I bought VR because I went to EGX with Big Ross, and they had it all set up, and we both we both tried games, but I was specific in the game I wanted to try. I wanted to play Batman VR, like Batman Arkham VR. Yeah, so if you get the chance to be Batman, always be Batman, you know what I mean? Ross stupidly just said he would play any game, so he got rigs. <laughs> Oh god. Riggs is a terrible game. But uh Batman VR just sold it, man. That game is amazing. You get to put on the suit, um, you gotta throw the batarangs, go in, uh, down the elevator into the back cave. Like it's the game that I show people when they ask to play VR. It's so yeah. fucking good. Um I also got Eve Valkyrie with my VR. Didn't like that game very much. That wasn't that great. The space shooter. Yeah. That was still like really expensive from what I remember like uh, when it first came out that people were like, why is this game costing £54.99 and it doesn't last that long? It wasn't great, mate. I, like, I played it a few times and it just was... It was alright. Um, I think it's because I'm not into the EVE universe. There's a massive EVE franchise with like lots of different like offshoots. I just didn't get the story. I wasn't interested. I, I had Batman. I only wanted to be Batman. Aye. Always be Batman. Yeah, what did you get with your VR, mate, like after uh, you came up and seen mine? Well, see, that I tried out Batman VR at yours, and that was kind of what sold me on it as well, like getting to try it at yours. Uh, so that was probably, the, I think it was the first game that I bought. I just bought it digitally, though. I uh, can't remember if I got anything. I don't think I got anything with my... 
I know I got like VR worlds and stuff like that. Uh, which is yeah, everyone gets like, that. Uh, yeah, but that's I think that's the only thing I got with it. I don't think I got an actual VR game with it. Um, but you know I'm you know I prefer digital anyway, so I was quite happy just to keep buy whatever I wanted from the store. Yeah. Like, do you still play your VR often, or is it something that just sits there? Uh, last time I played VR was two days ago. So yeah. Oh shit! What were you playing? Nice. Um, what's it called? Pistol Whip. See, so there's, there's there's pistol ripped and pistol whip. Uh, it's a lot of fun though because there's a, a sail on just now. Uh, basically it's like you're on the rail, so you're just walking forward, mm-hmm. and you've got a gun, or you can have a couple of guns, and it's like a rhythm shooter. So there'll be some kind of electronic dance music yeah. or whatever playing, and as you're you know, walking forward, enemies will appear and come out from the side. They look kind of like, you know, the super hot enemies, like right. just made up of you could have polygons. And then you just shoot them in time with the music and you awesome. get a higher score for better time. And But you also like them shoot at you and it'll, it'll go slow, the bullets, so you, you get all Matrix, all Neo, uh, dodging them and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun, man. It's really good. Awesome. Um, I would recommend it, yeah, if you get a chance to pick it up. But yeah, I'd... I go through phases of playing the VR. Like I, I really do enjoy it. I still think it's absolutely amazing. But the hassle of setting up everything is sometimes I'm just like, I'll just play a game, a regular game. <laughs> okay. Um, I've I've got keep talking and nobody explodes open as well. Do you remember playing that with me? That was a really fucking fun game. That is uh, fun, yeah. Uh, there's not much to say about it other than it's a good party game and. You know, it, it's quite a, a, quite a simple one to get people used to it as well, you know, if you've got people around with you. It takes um, a lot of cooperation. <laughs> Aye, yeah, it can definitely start a few arguments. That's the only thing about it. <laughs> uh, Dark Souls 3 came out in uh, 2016 as well. Again, we are not big Souls guys, but this game was very fucking popular at the time. And... Again, as a game that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll probably get around to playing that at some point. Mm-hmm. Then you just play Dark Souls three. Uh, nope, again, my brother yeah. he loved it. Yeah, uh, same story as two and one. Mate, I, I thought, oh, that looks cool. I'll play it. Died too many times. Fuck this. <laughs> so was this like was 2016 the same year uh, Overwatch came out as well? Yeah, I've got Overwatch here. Mate. Overwatch, uh, um, Overwatch the massive multiplayer fps yeah uh, I, I downloaded overwatch to play it and like i just didn't find it gripping mm-hmm. when i played the multiplayer a lot of it's got to do with the fact that you've got to know your role within the team yeah and it's not like call of duty where you're running around just killing yeah. random people it's basically yeah. league of legends but with guns that's all it is it's like you know you're farming mm-hmm. you're hitting mid you're doing that sort of game it's that sort of gameplay uh overwatch so i kind of dropped it quite quickly um, I know a few people that fucking just they couldn't stop playing it, so it was just like they were just obsessed with it. Uh, but for myself, uh, I, I couldn't really get into it. Uh, there okay. was a good game that came out for me, man, uh, for twenty sixteen. What's that? Doom. Doom. Yeah, Doom's on my list, man. Doom, oh shit! Doom is... am, I, am I jumping over your list, mate? I'm sorry. No, I don't, no, no worries, <laughs> mate. We're, we're talking about games we're interested in, but like Doom is a game. That I really fucking like. 
yeah but it really hates me fucking soundtrack in that game man i was listening Meaty. to that soundtrack last night i was listening <laughs> to rip and tear by mick gordon and like it's bam, so bam, fucking bam, good bam, bam. Oh, oh. the the heavy metal soundtrack when you're destroying demons <laughs> just gives me the worst fucking motion sickness i don't get it it's quite blurry uh i remember you saying that before i, I i've not got i've not played much of it but it's just it's a great wee game and just like i want to kill some demons really quickly it's just a good it's just a fun game to play it's fun if i had to describe it in one word you know it's just enjoyable yeah was uh was your favorite game not out this year as well hugh it was the bo- it was the boy band game Oh yeah, Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> Man, I, like I love that game. I think I love that game more than any other game I've played, and it, and I know it's not a great game. <laughs> like, I just love that uh, weird Final Fantasy universe that they build. Yeah. Like it's just so good, and like the driving about in that car was so cool. Uh, I played the original vanilla version, then I played the Royale. Mm. Like I played the vanilla version of PS4. Then I played the Royale on the Xbox One X, and it was so different. Mm-hmm. But both of them are really good, and na- neither have made any sense at all. <laughs> um, but, I would play that game again. <laughs> like I would, I would always play it again. It was very comfortable. Yeah, I mean it's the, a lot of fun. Like the again, the I felt the story was like again. I think I got about twenty five, twenty nine hours. I was close to thirty hours into the game. Um, but I stopped it. I can't. I honestly can't remember why I stopped it until I kind of looked over and went, "Ah, I know why I stopped it." Um, because I was on a, an Uncharted binge. For yeah. it, because I just did that Uncharted uh, Four, a Thief's End that came out that year as well. So that's probably yeah. We'll move on to Uncharted Four, Thief's End, right now. Then, Dom. Oh yeah, you completed lo- that game. Fucking love that game, man. I was so close but, to completing it on crushing, but I was like, uh I got to a part where I was like, this is, this is too hard. <laughs> I'm going to play the multiplayer. Playing, is it worth me playing the third and fourth one? Yes, definitely. Right, okay. I That's a silly that. question. Obviously, Dom's going to say yes to that. Hey, man, should he play, play the third and fourth one? Yes, he should. There we go, see. <laughs> I will play it. I will play the games. Tell me this, Dom, though. If, if someone was asking you, like, I've only got time to play one Uncharted game. Which one would you recommend? What would you say is the, the best of the series? I would say... you. I would say four, but you would need to play two. But yeah, the, two, reason, two the only amazing. reason why I'm saying two is because four has a lot to do with the other three games and you'd be so fucking lost in four. You wouldn't understand why, why Nathan's doing all these things and right, why okay. it's so strange for him to, like, Basically, yeah, so I'd say two. Two, definitely. Especially two remastered, because it's just gorgeous. Nice. Uh, <laughs> another game that was gorgeous, Dom, that came out in 2016 is Mighty Number no. 9. Oh my god, how gorgeous was that game? <laughs> that that game has uh, done more damage to crowdfunded Kickstarter games than any game ever. Yep. Uh, people gave a lot of money. It was a couple of million dollars to uh, Koji, oh, what's his name? Is it Inafune? Is that the uh, is that the guy that made Castlevania? Inafune's Castlevania, I'm sure. Uh, 
Oh, it's KJ Anafunia. He's uh, the guy that made Mega Man, the original Mega Man games. He was saying he was going to make a spiritual success out of Mega Man and made something super mediocre that no one liked, and we will leave that one behind. <laughs> in the dust. Do you know what also you can't leave behind in this year? Was like my favourite um, expression from my brother when he got the game that he was so excited to get. Started out on his PS4 and it crashed immediately. That game well, was No game? Man's Sky. <laughs> Do you know what, Doc? Oh, that was yeah. the game I was going to go on to next. My man. That's... No Man's Sky. Considering, game. Con- considering how that came out, to what it's like now, and how a lot of people are getting um, new-gen upgrades to the new series and that, it shows you like sometimes you can have your mighty number nines, where they basically take the money and run, basically. Or you'll get people that will, you know, They'll take that they'll idea and they'll fix it and they'll make they'll work day and night and yeah yeah they'll persevere with it and try and actually make it what it was meant to be in the first place so. yeah because there's nothing worse than having an idea that never comes to fruition for it especially now because mm-hmm. it's like is it Hello Games did that Hello Games I hello hello um and it's crazy that's all from an indie developer as well. Yeah, British indie developer. No Man's Sky, once controversial, no longer controversial. It's wild. What? It is wild. Oh, man, that's four years ago. I can still remember the disappointment in my brother's face when he went to the centre of the universe <laughs> and it zoomed out and that was it. He says, that's all I fucking waited for was for fucking a zoom out. <laughs> Spoilers, Tom. But, I mean, like they've updated it so it's, you know, it's something completely different. But, yeah, when, they, when it first came out, it was fucking garbage. Dumb. You know what game isn't garbage? What isn't garbage, mate? Persona 5. You've never seen it coming, mate. Never see it coming. I had that theme on my PS4, and that song would just play as soon as I turned it on. And I was like, I've only ever played the Royale edition. I don't think it's that different. A Royal edition, or whatever you call it. The Royale Royal edition's a lot better because it has more music, a better mechanic, better play mechanic and uh, it doesn't have that grind that you have to do in a few of the dungeons that they have there so you've got the better version uh, yeah uh, so Persona 5 we'll move on to Mafia 3 that's how Mafia works yeah uh, man, there was a lot of bugs on that game as well was... another kind of Average to good GTA clone. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how how we're feeling about it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, mate. Yeah. Yeah, We'll move on from that quickly then. No one's got any strong feelings. Gears of War four. Yeah, I feel very meh about that as well. (laughs) I quite, I quite liked Gears of War four. I thought it was a good, uh, good start. Just another (laughs) Gears of War game, really. Just felt like you're shooting too many robots, though. Honestly, yeah. I think I've said this before, but like I think it was the coalition trying to make a safe Gears game. Yeah. Uh, Gears Five, much superior. Yeah, they all definitely. Game. Definitely. But Gears Four was good. I actually quite liked it. It got me back into Gears because, like, I said Gears a lot, but uh, I honestly didn't think I would go back to that franchise. I thought I was, like, I was covered out like you know what i mean like get behind cover and shoot yeah but i was done with that but mm-hmm. just four got me back in got you back in hard man right guys it's time to talk about the greatest game of all time is it titanfall 2 
Titanfall 2 was released October 28, 2016. And to this day, there's never been a game released that was as good as it. No. Really? Really? Uh, No. I love that game, though. I I really love that game. Given a bad release date by its publisher, left it there to die between two of the biggest franchises of the year. I honestly think that they should make a third one. Don't think they will, because Apex Legends is killing it. Play Titanfall 2, please, people. I don't know. I think there's there's still the possibility because it is obviously a different kind of game. At least, you know, 2 is obviously different from Apex Legends. It's. I think there's a small glimmer of hope, but also at the same time, why would they when they could obviously just keep putting money and updates in Apex because it's doing so well? There's yeah. no risk there, you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, they don't need to. Um... Call of Duty Infinite Warfare came out that year as well. That was a game, one of the games that killed Titanfall 2's sales. It was probably one of the worst rated uh, YouTube reveals. Like, you remember the trailer came out? It had like over 50% downvotes because people were like, why are we in space? Yeah. But I think the thing that saved this game is it came bundled with a remastered version of Call of Duty 4, like from 2007, like a, a remake. Yeah. So like it was saved from being I mean, like it would never have sold shit, but like it was saved from being the worst Call of Duty. Yeah, politically panned, so it might as well had something that sort of like boosted the sales for it. I've actually heard that the campaign's really good in this Call of Duty. I haven't actually tried it. I played it once at EGX and hated it, mostly because I'd played Titanfall two by this point and I was spoiled for other games. Nothing uh, compares. Nothing compares to Titanfall 2. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 came out, Hamish. Have you played Watch Dogs 2? I started the second one, played it for a wee bit, and I don't know what it was. It just it never never grabbed me. I actually bought it, and I've been meaning to play it for such a long time because I really like the setting. I like San Francisco. Like, the Golden Gate Bridge, the, the kind of hills and the cable car type situation thing that they've got going on. Yeah. That's all very cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I just can't get myself hyped to play a Watchdog game. Even though Legion looks really fucking good as well, I just can't get myself hyped to play it. Anytime that I want yeah. to, you know, with Watchdogs, I just turn around and look at Paige. <laughs> uh, I, I was waiting for some kind of watching dog <laughs> joke from somebody. But guys, another series that was rebooted in 2016 is Ratchet and Clank. It came out with a, a movie. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? Nope. I heard the movie was quite oh. rushed. It was okay. It was a kid's, a kid's space adventure. It was okay. It honestly, very mediocre. Like, I don't have any strong feelings about the film. Yeah. I enjoyed the uh, game because, like, see, Ratchet, that Ratchet & Clank remake was my first uh, Ratchet & Clank game. I hadn't played really? again. Never played. I had it on a PlayStation uh, 3. Didn't play any in the PS2. So it was my first experience with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I've played. It was a good one, man. It was really good. I liked it. I played the first three Ratchet and Clanks uh, a little bit. Like I, I haven't completed them, but I've played the first like half of each. They were really fucking good. Uh, the writing in Ratchet and Clank tends to be really funny. Yeah. This was quite good. Like it was a good new start, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, bit- I'm looking forward to the sequel on the PS5. I really enjoyed this one. It was just a bit short. 
Yeah. Like, it was a bit short. The the story was good. It was, it was sort of a remake of the first one, mm-hmm. but sort of not. It was kind of like a, a different take on it. Yeah. But yeah, like, it was good. Uh, if you want a good platform, a Ratchet and Clank remake is a good one. Did she need like it, yeah? No, uh, she yeah. did. She she definitely, she loves Ratchet and Clank. She's got all of them. So. Yeah. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, guys. So no the, one played this game. The long-awaited sequel to Mirror's Edge. Like, a lot of people were hoping mm. for, like, a Mirror's Edge sequel since it first came out. Like, what was that, 2009-2010? Because I'm sure it was, like, a good nearly decade of it. Uh, I uh, played it. Really good, yeah. I did play it, and I was like, it's just Mirror's Edge. <laughs> just nicer looking. No one really liked it. I don't think no one, like, was over the moon about it. It was just a very average sequel to a kind of cult classic game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I really I played, did like the first one, but I, the, the second one, I just, it was another one of those games played for like an hour and then never felt like going back to it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll click by that one very quickly. The Last Guardian finally came out in 2016 after so many years in development and no one cared, Tom. No one cared. Right. Do you no know anyone that, that does any lists and they mention The Last Guardian being like an amazing game? No. Or no one, anyone no one talks about the controversy like even now like you mentioned in the last guardian i'm like what the fuck's the last guard oh wait that's that big cat creature with wings that was a big deal back in the playstation 3 when it was announced somewhere yeah oh fuck it's, that's a, right. se- it's a sequel to shadow of the colossus which came out in 2005 um, and it was announced in 2009 for the ps3 and then no one heard anything else about it until again it was announced in 2015 to come out for the ps4 yeah, that silence says everything about the last Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> it's such it's such a shame because like you know when you you have something to follow up from like the Shadow of Colossus. I mean that game has been you know HD'd and also remade as well. Mm-hmm. But your game's still sitting there after like nearly ten years. Just yeah, it's I guess it's a thing. <laughs> it's not memorable to it. Yeah, no one no one cared about the last Guardian. But do you know what people cared about in twenty sixteen, Dom? What did they care about, mate? Fucking Pokemon Go. I was just about to say, didn't the biggest game of all time come out where people got out of their houses, off their asses, and started catching Pokemans? Yep, they yeah. cared so much about Pokemon Go. What I a didn't. difference, man, four I, years makes. <laughs> I know, I, Dom, do you know the last time I saw someone playing Pokemon Go was us in Japan this time last year, and loads of people were like, loads of people in suits were just like standing outside with like two or three phones try to catch Pokemon and I was like what are they doing? Hmm. Like <laughs> who plays Pokemon Go in twenty nineteen? That game I still, I still I still know a few people that play it. Yeah. And it's like it was crazy that like when we down like I'd previously downloaded it like earlier that year just so me and my manager could sit and play it. Because like he's big into it. There's a few people that are still big into it in the UK but you need to sort of find groups that will let you know you can join and sort of like do meetups but yeah pokemon go is still going strong and it's crazy that um <laughs> i can remember now don't tell anybody that when the google play had released it in the us you couldn't get it for the next week and a half in the uk so i managed to make a apk file of it and i started distributing it to a few people so they could have <laughs> it um so you got Pokemon Go uh, a week and a bit early, and it was so much fun just running about because it was before everybody started going about. And it, you would see people at Pokestops just sitting with their cars like turned on. They're sitting just 
doing raids and oh. <laughs> those were those were the days, man. Those were the those were the 2016 days. <laughs> it was actually really nice getting like people. Like I remember, me and Jason got quite into it and stuff like that. And we were just like, you know, I go for a walk, and I was like, a walk, and he was like, ah, do you want to go and catch Pokemon? And I was like, yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh.